0: Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whipple. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports.
1: Hey, folks, how's it going? Welcome back for another episode of Bold Sports. We're on episode 71. We'll dub this the Malkin episode.
0: Yeah. Gino Machino. He's, he's been pretty hot lately. He has been pretty hot. Um, you know, not hot enough. I mean, hey. it depends, depends generally of, you know, like, the sparks they were showing um, after the All-Star break. Like, that was all because of Malkin. Um, and then Malkin had two really hot games back-to-back
1: with four goals. Yeah. Uh, a couple assists. Um, yeah, I mean, he he's... <sighs> He's, he's streaky like mm-hmm. most of the Eastern block players you find tend to be streaky um, you know and uh, he he's gonna he's gonna come out of it the question is is he gonna come out of it in enough time um, he's on his way out now he's not fully out of his funk uh, but is there enough time for him to come out and uh, put the team on his shoulders and roll mm-hmm. um, you know he played a whole year over two seasons, without Crosby. And he was pretty much the
0: Penguins, for that
1: matter. Yeah. Um, and,
0: you, you know, know. We're, we're thankful for that, for sure.
1: Yeah, they still made the playoffs and whatnot. Didn't go deep into the playoffs, obviously. The next year, Crosby came back in the end, and then they made a run. Um,
0: but I mean, Malkin you know, has a Conn Smythe trophy.
1: Malk- Malkin has a Conn Smythe trophy. So does Crosby. So does Flurry, right?
0: Mm.
1: No. Crosby has two. Malkin has one.
0: But still, I mean, that's yeah. impressive for, you know. Oh, it is. The second guy on the team. Yeah, know, well, he's...
1: actually, he got the Smythe Trophy in 09. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought Crosby would have got it, but no, Malkin got it. And then Crosby got 16 and 17. Yeah. Um, which, you know, being a captain of the team, and if, you know, you didn't win the Smythe Trophy, that would have put a little blemish on your on your mark there.
0: Yeah, the goalies win them sometimes. Goalies
1: win them sometimes. I'm not sure who the last goalie to win one
0: was. Probably Brodor. I feel like I want to say Marty Brodor. <laughs> it, it or maybe Hashik.
1: Uh, it wouldn't surprise me either one, because both of them won in the early two thousands. Um, Patrick Wah, one day win. They win in the late nineties, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It could be Brador, or uh, I can tell you the last goalie that won the Conn Trophy that was on a losing team.
0: <laughs> Do tell. Johann Sebastian Jaguer uh, uh, for the Anaheim Ducks. Oh yeah, he was he was um, outstanding. He in was outstanding
1: in the whole playoffs. Uh and he was the first one in I don't know how many years to win a Conn Smythe trophy and be on a losing team. Um, that's something else. Yeah, I mean that's that that shows it right there on how you guys lost the Stanley Cup, but you're still gonna win the Conn Smythe. I mean, that's just dope right there. I mean, yeah. I mean I don't care who you are. I mean
0: it's a it's an impressive performance. I mean you you, you know, you always say you want the team glory, but uh you know what? It's still got to be pretty cool when you're, like, 90 to, like, look back and be like, like hey, you know what? They I won want the Consummate Trophy. But I won the Consummate yeah. Trophy. It, do they get to keep the Consummate Trophy? Or is they that, that a mini one version. they pass around? They get a mini they version. Get a mini, so, so,
1: all the trophies, um, I'm not saying you've ever been to any hockey player's house. Maybe you have. I don't um,
0: know. No. I've I have been to
1: a, I've been to a couple hockey player's houses um, based on me being their bartender for their private party that night. Mm. Mostly. I've been to one hockey player's house to party. Uh, but, um... So I've been in Lemieux's house to bartend one of his oh, yeah. private house events, and it happened to be the 09 Stanley Cup run, mm-hmm. and it was the Stanley Cup party at his house, um, and I got to go take a look at some of the stuff. And they all have mini trophies of their trophies, like the Stanley Cup. Tri- they win the Stanley Cup, but they get a Stanley Cup that's about yo tall, and mm-hmm. I'm all, you can't see here at home. I'm about 18 inches to 20 inches, is what they get a mini Stanley. Cup. What's it made out of? Oh, sterling Sober. No, it story. is. Um, and it has, like, just one panel on it, and it has the year they won it and their name and stuff on there. Um, and then they get, like, mini heart trophies and mini vesnas and mini Consmice and so forth. But the big trophy is one that's passed around it has everybody's name on it.
0: Yeah. What What is the melt value of the Stanley Cup? It's hollow, and it's only the rings. Uh, and Sterling Silver is trading at
1: about $15.2 per troy ounce right now.
0: So... Probably about one hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> it's bad, man. You know, I I don't know. All, all those bi are are little little weird to me, man. Gold gold, as we all know, is where the real yeah, action is. Gold's the king. Gold
1: gold's the king. Silver's in there. Titanium's in there. You know, stuff like that.
0: This segment of bold sports brought to you by Goldline. Yeah, right. But, um, but anyway, like, yeah. So we're we're celebrating Malkin here with this episode seventy one, and we're we're kind of in a. Pens are in a bit of a predicament right now. We've got some news about them that we'll talk about later.
1: Well, right, we're going to roll right into We're going to roll into the we're Pens. Gonna, we're going to roll right into the Pens. Roll right uh, in. Pens did some, trade, uh, some trades. We know about the pre-trade deadline things, bringing the guys in from uh, uh, Florida and uh, and whatnot and so forth. Uh, but they did trade for Eric uh, uh out of uh, San Jose, I believe. Wait uh, no,
0: he was in Ottawa. Ottawa? No,
1: no, no he's a West Coast guy.
0: Um, but he came from Canada because he's got so Vancouver visa issues. So Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, he's oh he's got he's, so they're, he's, they're, he, his work visa is currently not for the United States. Yeah, yeah. So they're holding him up there too. Yeah.
1: That's kind of like when we got Jerome Againla. You know? Um, yeah, he's
0: he's from one of the Canadian teams.
1: Yeah. So he's
0: he's Canucks. Um. So he's, sorry. I, the game tonight, they were talking about all the trades, and it was the um. It it was um guys from Florida. Who went to like? Who did they get like? Well, the pen Penn sent a guy from Florida, and we got a guy back. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to him. Yeah, it's been like it's been a nice little like taxi shuttle going on yeah, between you know, Pittsburgh and Florida between this Pittsburgh year in Florida. They probably uh, they probably flew southwest. <laughs> got held up in Atlanta for four days. Yeah, it's a long layover. It's not quite four days, but it's, it's a good long layover. <laughs> it
1: feels like it. <laughs> um, uh, Eric Gub- Guberson, uh he's considered one of the worst D men by the numbers in the league. Uh, he's listed as uh, more of a physical player uh, mm-hmm. than he is effectiveness actually on the ice. He's a live body. He's Steve. a live body. And they don't have
0: those right now because they took two bad mm-hmm. defense injuries in Too the Two bad uh, defense the injuries. The and game we'll game talk about that. Um <clears throat> The thing is, with this guy we
1: got coming in, he signed through 2021, so something tells me he could be a trade trade bait guy. I think he could um, be
0: like a crappier Hal Gill. Well,
1: okay, but see, see, here's the thing is- uh, He's not afraid
0: uh, to fight. Like that's, bro, he's that, definitely that's not alarming. afraid to fight. It's but, alarming But this is article, their strategy but the for one, the playoffs, but the, but the one article, is article fight, fight your way into the playoffs. But like,
1: the one article I read is they said, you know, how can the Pens do better than um, uh, Jamie Alexiak? but yet they did this signing. They thought that, like, this guy's worse than Alexiak. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, all the articles I read, the pens were listed as losers for the trade deadline. I, I get it. They made two moves, brought two defensemen in because we needed demon. And the guys that we gave up were uh, prospects in the AHL and in the IHL. Yeah. So we didn't give up any talent that's on the team currently on the current roster. No. Um, and I mean, Tanner,
0: up... Tanner Pearson's gone, and he's, yeah. been, he's been with the team. He's been with the team. Um. You know, we've we've been getting rid of these like mid level guys like yeah. that that have been kind of like and coming pretty, back and forth. You know, like, there the, was, like our depth, like the the person on the news, you know, who like the names of the available defensemen in in Wilkes, like to come up to fill the holes left by like you know Latang and yeah, uh,
1: it, it, you know. Well, like, you make it seem like, and here's what cracks me up is is uh, Ray Shiro, his last few years here in Pittsburgh as GM, they drafted
0: a lot of D men. Mm-hmm.
1: But none of them panned out.
0: Yes, I, I mean Yeah, like Mata's the last D they drafted who Panned out who like panned out, like they've they've gotten everybody else through trades, you know. Um So then also,
1: speaking of demon, they picked up um uh Chris Wildman, uh, from the Panthers. He's from the Panthers. He's okay. from the Panthers. Uh to shore up the blue line. Um you know, and that was and and he's the one that got held up on Southwest tonight, uh, mm. but yeah, uh, he's nobody to speak of. He came from the Panthers' AHL team. He didn't come direct from the Panthers themselves.
0: No, so he he might have been in like Hershey for all we know.
1: No, Hershey's the Capitals. Okay. So I, I don't. Well, I don't, they don't know. They might have been playing them. They might have been playing them. Who I don't knows? know. Who knows? Yeah. So
0: basically, what you're saying is that. They got two warm bodies. He's not a he's not even an NHL player. He's a bottom six. He's he's a but he's hey. was not presently in the NHL. No. They hey. they traded for a minor league guy and like the worst defenseman who was like known possibly as a, known in as a bruiser. NHL. Known, as, known a bruiser. as a bruiser. So yeah. their their goal is to bruise their way into the playoffs. And uh, with the win tonight
1: that they had against Columbus in Columbus, which I thought Columbus would have put up a better showing because they did some hell of a moves at the trade deadline. Yeah, they did, and yeah, they, they, they they got they, a lot of players. They got a lot of players. They didn't. They didn't
0: trade. Uh, they didn't trade away a lot, but they got yeah. a lot back. They traded draft picks and some prospects. But they did. They could have like blown it up, but they're deciding to go for it instead. Yeah. Um. And guess what, guys? They're in our division. Yeah. So uh, we've got we've got that to contend with. And
1: Columbus and Pittsburgh are fighting for currently what is the last, um. The wild card team, yeah, because the Pens with the two losses in a row put them put them down uh, underneath. You know, the, the Pens got a point against Philly the other night, yeah, in a Stadium Series, but that puts them down underneath. Um, I think they're in the, the eighth eighth spot right now, or maybe ninth, eighth or ninth. I think they're fighting for the last wild card spot, so. Here there uh some other trade stuff that went on. Derek Brassard, who the Pens traded to the Panthers a couple weeks ago, um got traded the deadline to the Avalanche. So he's out west now. Uh former Penn, Carl Hagelin, who uh the Pens traded to the Kings earlier this season is now with the Capitals. Uh and that happened before the trade deadline. Um uh, like Great. a day or two before. So now we get to see him at least one or two more times this year awesome. plus playoff potential. Um uh, Biggest one in my eyes that that like woke me and was like, Wait, they traded him? Was uh Matt's Zuccarello from uh the Rangers yeah. to the Dallas Stars. I, I mean, haven't he kept was up available. With, I haven't kept up with the Stars that much, so no. I don't know. And, and honestly as much as I fucking hate Zuccarello because every time we play the Rangers, he ends up scoring like two fucking goals against the Penguins. Yeah. And ends up getting in some sort of skirmish and pisses off Malkin somehow mm-hmm. and makes Malkin take a stupid penalty. Yeah, he was he was it, named as it, on the
0: news that I watched. Like he was named as one of like five defensemen who the Penguins could have gone out and gotten. Yeah, on. and why? But they're they all guys that? that they would have had to give something up to get, and they yeah. don't really have anything to give up, so that's why they ended up. getting well, they would have had to give up and Weidman. Yeah, they would have to give Zuccarello up Zuccarello and McQuaid. Yeah, they would, and have they had, had to... to play against McQuaid tonight because McQuaid's one of the guys that Columbus yeah. went out and got it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's they're loaded up. Yeah, so um, we're just we're just trying to keep our heads afloat right now with. You know, having six healthy. And who defensemen? would you have
1: given up for for Zuccarello? If you were if you were fucking Jimmy Rutherford sitting in the office, and you had the chance to get Zuccarello and McQuaid, if not both, who would you have given up for?
0: I mean, Rust maybe.
1: Okay, there's one that's potentially.
0: You don't. I mean, like you can't get rid of Gensel, Crosby, Malkin. You
1: can't get rid of Gensel because he's producing as a forward and he's under contract on a rookie deal for like the next four and a half years. So you're correct. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to give up Phil Kessel for, for him. I would have gave up Phil Kessel in a three way trade, to get both McQuaid and Zuccarello. Well, but I don't know what their contract looked like after this. I don't know if Zuccarello had a year left on his deal or if he was literally a rental player. If they're just a rental player, you don't give up Kessel. Um, yeah, we're not. If they have been signed for a year or two, maybe. There's and no guarantees
0: with this team that a rental is going to last very long anyway. True. We've um, seen
1: that situation.
0: I'm not, I mean, like, yeah, I'm not talking like go to the finals and lose with Hosa. Like, I'm saying miss the playoffs. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. It's a very real possibility. Yeah,
1: it's a very real possibility. I mean, I, w- I would have thought maybe that um, uh, as as much as I like the guy, give up Colin
0: you're not going to get Zuccarello for Cullen. No, you? you're not going to get him straight up. But you Cullen, put him the Cullen should tail. probably not be. I mean, he's 41 years you old. You know, I mean, he's definitely not like enticing at the trade deadline. No, he's not.
1: Um, I don't know. There, uh, and you, <laughs> you can't give up a goalie.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, you barely have one. <laughs> um, you have
1: one com- between the two.
0: No, you, yeah, you just. You just don't know you which can't game play them both at have. the same time. Yeah,
1: you just don't know which game, which
0: one's going right. to have. So yeah, you got to just take your pick. The, and the hope Penguins' for the best. issues
1: right now is really, really with with um, goaltending being weak right now. Uh, the defense. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll skip down into notes here um, before I go into before we go into. We'll just blow through this real quick here. Uh, so the last few games, uh, Penn's had some bad outings, obviously. Uh, getting shelled by the Sharks four to zero at home, and the Sharks put up three goals quick in the first period, which was not good. But it showed the defense came back and played hard in the second. And then the Sharks got a uh, and then the Sharks got a late goal in the third period. Um, that was just a bad game all the way through. Uh, and then uh, they totally gave the game away in Philly uh, Saturday night in the Stadium Series. Uh, that's a fucking outdoor game that we had in the Flyers and Laker Financial Field. Fucking
0: rained the whole time. Rained the whole time. Uh, Gritty jumped off the top of the stadium. Gritty jumped off the top of the stadium. Gritty got arrested for streaking. Gritty got like... <laughs> I didn't see the streaking. Oh, you didn't see that? Look no. it up on Twitter. It's oh, hilarious.
1: No. He gets tackled too.
0: Was he all like orange and shit? Like, all
1: orange. Nothing else. Just orange. And, and they tackled him? They, oh, the security oh go, yeah, watch Gritty, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, right? Is it
0: really worth it? A night in jail, you know. <laughs> At least the jail's not far. It's in the I mean, stadium. is it really worth it? Are those you really? Are they really your friends? Those people who egged you on to do that. I mean, uh, Mary saying because I care. So they so the Pens lost four to three in OT.
1: Uh, there, Murray led in a weak goal. Uh, Murray let in two weak goals, I think. Uh, one, he was really out of. He should have been in a better position. Uh, the other one he should have been in a better position. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, the defense uh, isn't clearing the pucks and picking them up in front. Uh, lots of giveaways in the neutral zone has been going on. The offense hasn't been keeping the zone and putting pucks on net. They've been playing that passing game a lot. Mm. And we know in Pittsburgh. How long have we been in Pittsburgh saying, oh, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. So DV did a whole song about it.
0: Well, it seemed like the you know they were just trying to sit on their lead on Saturday. And once... You know, once Philly got within a goal with like three and a half minutes yeah. left, like they were just playing real tentative. Um, yeah, they were playing not to lose. You know, of it's not soccer. You can't just like kick the ball back and forth and like run right. out the clock. Um, team's forecheck check. Um, you know, everybody's got to play sound from the back out and they got to be prepared to, you know, possess. Because if you're possessing the puck, they can't score on you.
1: So Saturday night, did you get to watch any of that game? Mm. Awesome.
0: I watched all of it, sound off. Of course. Right. And at parts I was I did flip to the NBA game that was also on free um, broadcast T V, which was good because I let someone borrow my Fire T V. Oh. So awesome. yeah, I was going like so, caveman style.
1: So so the game on Saturday it rained the whole time in Philly. The ice mm-hmm. was shit. And it wasn't just like snow covered, it was slush covered. Yeah. It, it was, was like weird. water ice, right? Yeah, yeah, water ice. It was
0: water ice. Water ice.
1: It was like lemon flavored water yeah. ice. Yeah. Uh, so there was weird bounces going the whole way. I mean, Mulkin mm. had that goal on a weird bounce that tipped off the glove, came off the came off uh, his skate, uh, Emery skate, uh, and then trickled into the goal. Yeah. Uh, there was weird bounces went both ways. Yeah. Uh, the the boards were were really really temporary. They 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 either. Shot back a rebound in front of the net, or the puck died.
0: A lot of the dying, I mean, that, that wouldn't you know, surprise me with temporary boards. Yeah, um, but it, I guess there's there's got to be like strong points, or the whole ball exactly, would collapse. You hit one exactly. of them, it shoots off. Yeah, uh, so that's part of the fun of it. The weather, know?
1: the weather conditions were bad for both teams, and in the third period, typically in those outdoor games, um, in the third period, middle of the third period, they like switch ends so that no team has a better or worse advantage Mm -hmm. because they have one period in one end one period in the other end and the third period they give them half and half they said the way that the wind was whipping through there it wouldn't have given any team any advantage or not
0: and plus they were playing on slush it was windy in Philadelphia what? no way no you tell me it was windy anywhere yeah right um how's all your garbage cans doing? um
1: Mine's locked into a corner.
0: Okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I did, a, I, I got a corner too. I, I,
1: yeah, I, I, did lose a downspout which I could put back by myself, mm. and I did lose a, um, uh, chimney cover which that'll be had a
0: phone call because I'm not going on my roof. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's bad. You know, like I saw someone post about that on one of the local Facebook pages. Yeah, like you know, uh, hope they're like, is this an, is this someone else's chimney cap? Because I'm really hoping it's not mine. <laughs> you know, it's, wait, it's, was that Amanda? <laughs> I don't know. Was there a picture of a chimney cap, like, next to a house? Did you find the cap? We have the cap out back. Yeah. See, it might have been hers. But um, can you, like, some people, like, I can't really see, like, all of my roof that well. So right. if you can't, like, see up there to tell if you yeah. truly are without a chimney yeah, cap. Yeah,
1: she actually walked back out in the yard. Yeah, I,
0: my house, up. I can see <laughs> the top. There's there's spots of, like, tiles that I can't really um, see too well.
1: Right. Uh, but, uh, so that 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 game on Saturday really really could have went either way, but the Pens had a two goal lead and should have protected it by a lot by better than they did. Um, yeah. Then they played the Blue Jackets tonight. Uh, the Pens won five to two. Crosby had the empty netter. Um, McCann had two goals, I believe. I believe McCann had two goals. I'm not sure. Where it, I was behind the bar all night at work. We had a Pens watch party where I work. Yeah. So I was kind of busy. Oh man! Uh, I kept looking up as much as I could because every yeah. TV in the bar was on a pens game. Plus, we had the sound on. Yeah, you got the sound on. At um, least. But I was I'm busy at work. I'm behind a bar, man. Yeah. With a pen, they're like three dollar Coors lights, You get to keep the cup. Yeah, you're counting and stuff because you know? we're doing like a metal. We're doing like metal tin Coors Light cups with the pens logo mm-hmm. on it, which was cool. Um, I should have brought one home. Fuck, I forgot.
0: Nah, yeah, it's okay.
1: Um, you don't really want one because it cause they had a Coors Light logo on it too. Yeah. Um, that's but like no, I wanted the cup. Yeah. I'd, put, I'd make Moscow mules and that
0: shit all day long. Uh, but <laughs> There's a good idea. Right? I've been, I've been looking for an excuse to get more into vodka drinking. Right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Other than because it's daytime. Um, well, uh, I, yeah, I don't use a day drink, so, you know. You should. It's so much fun. Day drinking in your 30s is like partying, like clubbing until 3 a.m. in your 20s. Well, um, you know, I'm, not, and now I'm, I'm 40, almost so not in my 30s. Yeah, now I am not, 40. So, so uh, But yeah. So, the Blue Jackets tonight, uh, they did really well. They played a complete game. Um, goaltending was, was... The two goals that were let in
0: were weak. Yeah. You you called the game. I watched it. They didn't really dwell too much on the goals. Uh, um, okay, one of them was definitely weak. When the, but, I mean, like, you know, I'm just going from, like, what the announcers say. Well, that's true. And they they, they will, like... It seems to me, like, they'll be hard on them if they lose. You know, but if the, if the Penguins win, then they don't really talk about the mistakes as much, and they they won by three goals. So,
1: yeah, so not gonna dwell on the weak goal.
0: Yeah, it was a good team win. I get it. That it was like a good team that win. was the spin, not so much like, "Yo, we should have beat them five nothing <laughs> if like Murray hadn't screwed up." I mean, no one's gonna say that. But you, I'll
1: one. go with at least five five to one. Yeah. But, okay. You know,
0: well, if you say so. Um, I, I told
1: guests tonight they couldn't order Stella because when I was pouring Stella, that's when the two goals went in. Oh, yeah? So I'm like, fuck that. No more Stella for anybody. <laughs> I mean, superstition?
0: I mean, you shouldn't be superstitious, especially in, like, the service industry. Like, nobody wants to walk into a restaurant or bar and be told that, like, they Did can't have Stella? their favorite drink Did because of, like, magic. No, because you the know?
1: last two scored to pet this, this fucking... Blue Jackets scored a goal, so I'm not pouring any more Stella. If you're so magical, <laughs> just
0: make them score a goal back. You know? I, it
1: would be awesome
0: if I could, but I I'm mean, not that great. Yeah, I used to be a lot more superstitious when the Steelers were like good in the uh, like early Ben Roethlisberger era. I used to hang out with my friends in the South Side. We'd always get pizza from the same shop. Oh yeah, every week. we the same socks. same Sometimes jersey. we didn't even touch the pizza, like because nobody was hungry. It was like a one o'clock game, and we'd be like hungover. And have, like, sour, sour stomachs all around. Right. And we just it's like, well, we'll eat the pizza eventually, but we, we have to have it, like, there on the table by 1 o'clock. You know? Yeah,
1: we'll eat eventually. Don't... They,
0: they ended up winning the Super Bowl one of those years. So, I mean, I can't say that it didn't work. Uh,
1: that's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the 20 games left in the season, the Pens are on the outside looking in. Uh, we'll see what happens, you know, Will I be upset if they don't make the playoffs? Very much so. Will I be mad? Eh. It's kind of hard to be mad and be a Pens fan right now. It, it, yeah, you can't be mad. Um, <laughs> will it ruin my life? No. <laughs>
0: it's not. My beard. Much... My
1: beard will come off earlier.
0: It's kind of almost refreshing to just have like a normal, like disappointing season after like the Steelers like disappointment plus opera drama. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Penguins, like, I'm not saying, you know, like, I mean, I want them to make the playoffs, but, like, saying they don't, you know, they're just going to go, like, clean out their lockers. Go play golf. Go play on. golf. They're still mostly going to be friends or at least, like, not enemies with each other. And right. You're um, not going to
1: hear about some off season shit like Malkin blowing his fucking sack and being like, I hate the coach and... You know, I just want to leave town.
0: Yeah, you, you know, know, I don't, I don't think like you know, Schultz is gonna throw furniture out a window, off a right. balcony. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, he might know, get drunk and walk down the middle of the street. But, he I mean, might, but that's his right as an American. That's yeah. actually not how it works at all. But um, <laughs> you know the uh, the parade's coming up, so uh,
1: yeah, you yeah. know, hey, Saint that's Saint.
0: you know, everyone gets to be Justin Schultz on St. Patrick's Day parade.
1: Uh, yeah, for the most part. As long as you hide it.
0: <laughs> it's not hard.
1: I know it's not hard. We've, we've had that conversation. We've done that. Uh, but yeah, so Penn's wise, man, I mean, I, I'm not down and out. Uh, I'm looking forward and hoping that they get on a run here real quick. And they
0: have to. There's like 20 games left. Yeah. They this have is to. the stretch.
1: This is the stretch. This is the end of your second season. Yeah. And this, so. there's
0: there's like a lot of divisional games ahead. Um, You know, Time is now. They know that. They don't need us to tell them that. Exactly.
1: So uh, we'll move on to another Pittsburgh team that had a hell of a season last year and is looking to have another hell of a season this year.
0: You're talking about the Pirates, of course.
1: We'll get to them later. Oh,
0: you mean the good kind of hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the good hell. Uh, the good like hell, hell of a season. season not yeah. like literal hell. Yeah. So uh, we got the Riverhounds over yes. there on the uh, South Shore uh, is what they're calling it. At the Highmark Stadium. Sure. Um, uh, came to a, a 1-1 tie with Pitt last Friday night uh, out at uh, Pittsfield, out up there off the top of, uh, you know, up on the backside of. Back,
0: backside of Cardiac Hill. The backside Hill. of Cardiac Hill yeah.
1: in, the, in the soccer stadium up there. Then um, Saturday, or sorry, Sunday uh, afternoon, they came to a 1-0 win over Bethlehem Steel. Uh, which is nice that they're playing a uh you know a division opponent yeah uh in a preseason game to get away from the college team for a little bit, um and then that was on Sunday uh and they they came away with those wins, uh, this Friday March first they have the Akron Zips which you have said that is a pretty damn good soccer program yeah it ha-
0: they have been um I'm not so sure about recently, you know in in their heyday they had Coach Caleb Porter uh he's now with the timbers in the mls um they you know they they had a couple national championships um and it was rare for a team from the mac cuz right, usually yeah. uh college soccer is dominated by the acc BC? and some sec schools yep. um but yeah akron was kind of a hotbed for soccer um and they're also very regional so it makes a lot of sense to want to play them in a scrimmage as like a final tune up um before your last run of you know Games against teams from your actual division, so you know that's that's coming up. That the Hounds are in preseason. Like MLS actually starts like this weekend.
1: Yeah, um, I did see that uh, in my research here.
0: They, I guess, because they take international breaks. They do in MLS. Uh, MLS so, has so that's yeah, how they have to start a little earlier. They than have an USL. international
1: cup. They have a, a national cup or something, or or a world. They they do like a mini World Cup. Or well, something there's like, that.
0: like Gold Cup, some years. And that is, um, it's like a World Cup, but it's only for countries from our region. Okay. So like North American and Caribbean countries. Okay. Um, But there's also just like international friendlies throughout the the summer. Um, And they'll just take a weekend off from playing games so guys can, you know, go back to I've been to one MLS soccer
1: game in my lifetime. That was because I wanted to go see uh, Beckham. Beckham, yeah. That was
0: it. Beckham was done playing for England by the time yeah, he made it to I, I, DC. I, yeah, I no he he, he wasn't was, going on international break. No,
1: he was playing. He was playing for the LA Galaxy. Yeah, and, now, and that
0: was like an international break for him. Yeah, right. He like you know you said he came on at the end.
1: Yeah, he came on the last twenty minutes of the game. Give the people what they want, you know. Yeah, scored a goal and had like four shots or some shit.
0: Um, Rooney was actually sick for them this year for DC. Okay, um, like almost single handedly got them into the playoffs. Um, and then he got arrested at Dulles for like being drunk and disorderly it getting off a flight. It happened. Yeah, especially when you're Wayne Rooney, he's got kind of a he's got kind of a history <laughs> with uh, embarrassing tablets. No, is
1: he a soccer player? Or is it a soccer hooligan?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's not so much a fighter, he's just more of like a drunken shagger.
1: So the zips come to High Mark at three PM this Friday. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, March third The Lansing Ignite uh, Football Club uh, at 1 p.m. And then you have March 9th, uh, which would be Toronto FC at 2 p.m. I want to say March 9th is Saturday for some reason. Uh, I have to look that back up. Uh, And that's the last preseason game. And again, all preseason games, uh, all preseason matches are, are free to attend. Um, the regular
0: season starts on the road. If you went to that preseason game over the weekend when it was like 60 mile an hour wins. Oh God. I would God hate. bless you. God. <laughs> Dude,
1: I, I left my house a few times, but not for uh, a match, by the way. Uh, and then, uh, the regular season starts on the road with the Tampa Bay Rowdies March 16th. Uh, and the first four games of the season are on the road. The first home game
0: is April 20th. The first road game is the uh, 20th anniversary to the day of the yeah, yeah. of the inception uh, of the Riverhounds. Well,
1: and then the, uh, the Riverhounds just posted on their Facebook page the first three players were together for the one preseason game that they had in town for the first three players that they signed um, 20 years ago uh, and whatnot. But yeah, so the Tampa Bay Rowdies, March 16th, is the first regular season game. And then the, the uh, sequential four games... Are uh, on the road, and again the uh, Hounds are starting out where they're one game a week mm. in the beginning of the season, and then they get into that cup play. Yeah, that mid-season cup where they where they actually play some like MLS teams and whatnot. Yeah, uh, and then after that cup play, that's when they get into like two games a week in the season. Mm-hmm. I looked at there's like they play like almost fifty games,
0: like total. Yeah, with like like with with the cup play and everything. Yeah, I think that the, the thirty eight game schedule is pretty standard yeah it's, for, for like the just like your league yeah and then like with pre-season and um cup play cup, then yeah that's yeah 50 sounds about right like you get into europe and you've got teams that that they play in you're in the english premier league you also play in the league cup which is like sort of earlier in the season and it's only for teams like that are actually in the league then you've got the fa cup that starts early with like pub teams and then by the end of the year, like, all the, like, top flight teams join it. And then if you're, like, lucky enough or good enough to have qualified for Europe, um, you could be playing in, like, four different competitions simultaneously. Um, right and it's possible to win four trophies at a time, like, in one year. Man City's kind of working on that right now. Um, they won the League Cup over the weekend. And that's, that's what I was doing while the wind was howling outside. Sorry, Riverhounds.
1: <laughs> no worries. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, we have a few messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview that carry our podcast here at Bold Sports as well as several other podcasts such as like Awesome Cast, Fishing Without Bait, um, The Broadcast, and also um, Wrestle Mayhem and several others that you may enjoy as well. We'll be back in just a few moments, and uh, we'll go into segment two. Do you like professional wrestling? Once your discussions no holds barred... Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our second segment here at Bold Sports. It's, uh,
0: yep, Beer 30. Exactly. It's Beer 34 by Uh, my phone. Beer 34 by your phone? No, it's four minutes late. Too bad I only had one It's all right, man. You get a five-minute grace period before Uh, it's officially a party foul. That tastes good. So uh, this weekend, Matt, was um,
1: not only my 40th birthday party. And I Congratulations on like, so making it to
0: 40. Happy birthday. Yeah,
1: made it to 40, and my family and friends showed up for dinner and whatnot. You were had other engagements. Um, but I took like five days off, five whole days. So it was basically like four days with two half days in the middle, or two half days on each end of it. So uh, it was like having five whole days off. First time I've done that in a while um, and whatnot. I figured, you know what, fuck it, I'm turning 40, I I deserve it, right? So I went out, and ate and drank and had fun, smoked a lot of cigars, drank a lot of whiskey and ate, drank, smoked a lot of cigars and drank a lot of whiskey and relaxed for like four days. It was awesome. Sounds
0: very Steve.
1: Yeah, right? Um, But in the meantime, I got to watch a whole golf tournament. And not get yelled at by Amanda, like, this is boring as fuck. Can you change the channel?
0: And all you had to do is live for 40 years on this planet.
1: (laughs) Where I pretty much, literally, when we were home, I was watching the golf tournament. And when we were out, I was watching the golf tournament. And I actually went out to, like, drink whiskey and smoke cigars and watch the golf tournament. I'm like, hey, I'm going to Jarnigans. Can you drop me off and, I don't know, see you in 60 bucks? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Uh, but, yeah, so uh, this weekend uh, was the um, WGC Mexican Open uh, in Mexico City. Dustin Johnson with a commanding win uh, on that with a minus 21. Royal McIlroy was second. And, uh, he finished minus 16. Uh, so it was a really challenging course. Uh, did you watch the Mexican Open at all, any of it? Did you my, watch my the dad, last year My two? dad
0: had, I mean, I know about the whole, like, name situation. Um, I did not watch it. Um, like I said, it's not a major. It's not a major. Um, you know, like, I don't even think, like, the Mexican population considers it to be a major. It's
1: not a major, but it's their only tournament they get every year, and they come out in full force. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean... Mexico City holds... Did you know that 23 million people live in Mexico City?
0: I mean, that's it's... Huge. huge! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's it's huge, and, you know, it's not all, like... It's like its own like federal district. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's like big enough to be a state. Um, yeah, but it's a city, and like my my dad had it on a little bit at the house, and it was it was on at the uh, restaurant we went out for my mom's uh, birthday. Um, so it was on. She's seventy this today, actually. Oh, happy so birthday, like, Matt's mom! So golf was on, but we weren't really like paying much attention to it. But at, at one point, my dad goes like. Did you know that Mexico City is in the same like central time zone? And I'm just like hmm? Is Mexico not directly south of Texas? And he's well, like, Well, yeah. <laughs> but but Mexico
1: is shaped like
0: Yeah, know. but Mexico City's right in the middle before it like hooks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, yeah, they were in the central time zone. Uh and whatnot. But anyway, like I you know, like I said, didn't didn't watch a lot of golf. But it, it was on. you know, I was aware that there's a big golf tournament in Mexico and that it's a big deal. So the, uh, So this course is super
1: tight. Um, uh, narrow, narrow fairways, uh, trees lining. pretty much if you're 20 yards outside the fairway, you're in the trees uh, and whatnot. It's a, just a damn tough place to play. The club selection is key. Uh, on this one, uh, lots of conservative play. Tiger Woods. So, this is the first time Tiger played this course. Hmm. Um, and it was his 23rd country he's LTV. played in. Um, so, Tiger was the most conservative in this. Where he, so there's some of these par fives where you're hitting a five iron off the tee uh-huh. because just the way that it doglegs or hooks or whatever. Uh, And then with the tree situation, these guys just want to be, like, have, like, straight on shots and so forth. Like, instead of, like, cutting over the dog leg over the trees, where Tiger could have done, Mm -hmm. but his driver right now is really, really the worst part of his game currently. Um, Compared to Justin Johnson, who there's two drivable par fours, number one on the course and number eight on the course very drivable par fours and on number eight Dawson Johnson cut the corner and just boomed it yeah that's and, my my dad told
0: me about that it, I'm, it, I'm it, such it, a <laughs> smart ass you know and I was just like yeah but that was at altitude <laughs> yeah because like seven I know seven, a couple five
1: hundred things... feet above sea level Yeah, I know
0: Mexico City is like very high up and very populated yes <laughs> and uh so like you know I, I love you know it's one of my favorite things about you know, sports is being able to, like, whip out the high-altitude excuse <laughs> yeah, right. whenever whenever a team plays in Denver. Yeah, right? Then, like, Mexico City is, like, super Denver.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Denver is mile high. Mexico City is a mile and a half Mile high. and a half, yeah. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, but he boomed it over. I mean, so, so Rory's typical drives mm-hmm. are, like,
0: 310.
1: Yeah. He was hitting 350, 360. Mm. You know, so... DJ comes out and this whole So holds. there
0: isn't there is a noted Oh yeah distance Oh yeah there's a noted Yeah yeah, yeah exactly. so it's not just me being an asshole. No, it's not you
1: but yeah. uh, but DJ hits the ball on a, at sea level, he's carrying three forty, you know. Uh so he comes out and booms the ball over, cuts the corner, and ends up being three feet from the fucking pin. He's also one of the few. There's never been a hole in one on a par four in a PJ tour. He's come within very short feet, yeah, and very short inches. Multiple times. There's that one course in Hawaii where he ended up literally six inches from a hole one on a par four. Um, That'll be so great if it ever happens. It, it will happen sooner than later. There's certain courses that it's available at, and certain courses that it's just not going to happen. There's
0: a hole at Shenley that I could drive that was a par four. There's one at, um, and like that's a shorter course. Yeah, um, but it was definitely too long to be a par well, three, and it and it was like it was like a dog leg, like very close to the end. Well, you so like like I said, if you can cut the corner the right way, and like you get a good roll off that last bit of fairway before you were on the green, like I've been very on very easy. I've been
1: on the green on one and number nine in Mount Lebanon. Mm. I mean, I, I've been on the green off a drive on Mount Lebanon. Yeah, I mean that was that wasn't hitting the green and it was rolling up, or it was going over top of the trees yeah. on the left and fading in. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like a driving stick, uh, by all means. Uh, but no, so these guys are killing the fucking ball. Uh, but this course even had like DJ just like hitting like a five iron off some of these par fives and whatnot, just by the way the course is set up. Um, you had, uh, Rory, Rory actually had more birdies this week. He had the most birdies this week. Uh, than anybody else on the on the on the uh, field, um, but he didn't screw up as much. He screwed up more than DJ did. Uh, he was just that's his first one the season. Did great. He, uh, he he's projected to win a lot this year. This is also Dustin Johnson's twentieth win, and he now becomes the fifth player to have twenty wins uh, before he turns thirty. Tiger Woods, of course, did it the fastest. He had 20 wins before he turned 25. Uh, but, you know, here and there. And with the PGA Tour, you have... Next week is the Honda Classic. Starts the Florida Swing. So you have um, lots of big names. Next week are taking the week off after... The very tough uh, Western swing with like uh, the Waste Management Tour, the Stadium Course in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. or Scottsdale Phoenix. And then you had Torrey Pines and you had um, uh, Pacific Palisades and whatnot Then they went down and played in Mexico. So a lot of the big names are not going to be in the Haunted Classic, which is like a, a Jet Nicholas course. It's the one that has the bear trap on it uh, and so forth. Oh, yeah and then you have uh, after that is going to be Arnie's place the Bay Hill Invitational. Okay. So everybody's going to be in that one. Yeah. Uh and then after that you have the Fifth Major. Sawgrass. Sawgrass. Yeah. And then you have three after that. Did you realize that they pushed the Masters back to the second weekend in April instead of the first weekend in April? No, I didn't know that. They did. The Masters is the second weekend in April because last year they moved Sawgrass and put it in to in between um, the Open and the PGA Championship. They played Sawgrass in like July, um, yeah, because they played Masters, then it went U.S. Open, Open, and they played Sawgrass, and then it went to the championship where they played the Sawgrass in between the US Open and the Open. Um, So now they put Sawgrass back to where it should be in Mm -hmm. March but they added another tournament in last year to make up for Sawgrass and they just didn't take that tournament out or move that tournament. Um, So they have the Sawgrass and then they have two in Texas and then one somewhere else and then they go to a Masters. Uh Tigers slated to play one, two, three, five tournaments before the Masters. Okay. So he's gonna be in the mix. Uh of course, it's golf. I mean shit, you and I play. <laughs> I can have one day where I, I had one day where I shot fucking seventy-nine at South Park and I played the next day and shot eighty-nine. Like <laughs> <laughs> and in yeah. South Park. Could you imagine Tiger Woods and Dustin Johnson gonna play in South Park right now? They'd be teeing off every fucking hole with a fucking seven iron. Well, right now it's <laughs> very muddy. Well, right now it's very soft and wet. Yes, you are <laughs> correct. Uh but peak season at South Park. Oh yeah. I mean I mean I, they they break a drive route maybe on two holes. Three maybe. Yeah. Three. Par fives. Yeah. That's it. Maybe it yeah, it did it, it just
0: uh Disgusting. It's a beautiful county park. It's affordable. it uh, provide opportunities for senior citizens and young people, and people on low incomes to experience the game of golf in, you know, a very pleasant suburban setting. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. They do. It's a great course. Not, I like that's, it. That's it. I'm not going to speak again on South Park and the validity of its golf course. Understood.
1: I mean, I walked him out Lebanon's nine hole from my
0: house. I mean, which yeah. you know.
1: For you and I go out and play golf, like, a nice course for us is, like, Hickory. (laughs) I've never played Hickory. Ah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nice courses in Western PA, it is. But Western PA golf is completely different than playing golf almost anywhere else. Yeah. There's not a flat spot to be had except on the tee box. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And even there, like, sometimes you've got these, like, weird tee boxes where you're, like, where the hell's the blue tees at, you know? Because, like... There's like a another, there's like a little mini like ledge up on like the side of a cliff, like it's like thirty feet to the right, yeah. Frosty of where Val- the, of where yeah, the yeah. other boxes yeah, are, yeah. Frosty Valley. You know, it's like oh, it's up there. Oh, the cart doesn't go up that hill. Like you got to walk it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You're
1: like some bitch for playing the whites on this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. You know what it is. You play more golf than I do. You I know, do. Like, I do. It really is how it's like that.
1: Like it really is.
0: It's like playing the blue tees in Mount Lebanon.
1: Yeah. And playing the white tees at Mount Lebanon, There's two holes at Mount Lebanon to change the hole itself mm-hmm. by by a, a, a club or more. Yeah. Uh, number 4 and number 5. And then any the event that they have on number 3, the blue tees on the lower tee yeah. compared to the upper tee. That's the only difference. Literally, playing the blue tees and the white tees at Mount Lebanon's almost the same. Um Frosty Valley's like that. Playing uh there's there's two holes at Frosty Valley that if you play the blue tees, you're adding considerable length. Yeah. Um, other than that, like uh, number two at Frosty Valley is uh, if you play the white tees, you're here. If you play the blue tees, you're like 60 yards back and you got to go literally over the creek and through two trees. Huh. <laughs> like two trees are upright and the crick's on the right. So like, yeah, it, that's it. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about this year on the PGA tour. Um it, nobody's won twice yet which is nice Uh, um the fedex points are close yeah it's early it's early it is people are getting their footing uh and a lot of the big guys have been playing these early tournaments some of the you know this is the first year in a while that a lot of the big guys are playing the early tournaments um so we'll see what happens the tigers playing five tournaments between now and the masters
0: so well it seems like there are a lot of important tournaments early Mm. in the season so
1: Right, no, well last year Tiger was coming out of his funk out yeah. of his surgery and this that the other thing and you know, I, I, I think I could see Tiger win a major this year. That'd be awesome if he does. I, you know, I could see him win the major. Uh he won a tournament last year, he won the players last year, but I can see him winning a major. Um, you know, it'd be awesome. He, it'd be awesome if he did. Bless you, sir. Oh, Matt's sneezing you. his head off yeah. over here.
0: Um, I get allergic to like thinking about Tiger Woods. You know, not not even coming close to Jack Nicholas. Uh, you, you know what? That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah, like, you know, like if he wants if he wants to catch up, he needs he what? needs to start winning majors now. He needs
1: what? Does he need five more or three more? I think it's five. Five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's not something he could do this year, even no, if he wins no. all the majors. And he's not that old
1: in golf terms. He's not that old. No. I mean, I watched the show on Golf Network Faraday, and he had um, yeah he had Fred Couples on uh, for the latest show. Fred Couples is 59. Fred Couples doesn't look 59. No. But Fred Couples also has had more injuries, and also Fred Couples has been one of those, I don't feel really like practicing. I'm not going to fucking practice. Yeah. You know, and that was That's a very insightful show. If you are into golf, watch Faraday. It's a very insightful show with all the different players that he has on. Yeah. And so forth. Uh, we're going to get off of golf right now and move on to some NCAA hoops. So, uh, last week, Zion Williamson from Duke uh, had some shoe issues. Oh, my God, that was so bad. <laughs> oh, man. I was, was watching that,
0: man, and it was, like, l- literally the first okay, possession of the okay. game. Who
1: wasn't watching that game to begin with? If you watch... All right, you cannot be a college basketball fan and be like, oh, UNC-Duke. Click. I'm watching that because you know that's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah. And so, okay. Well, who, on
0: paper, before...
1: No, no, no. That game's a coin flip every every time they play. Yeah, but it was it, it on paper was... this week, this year so far, the first game on paper Duke was supposed to beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, but that game's a coin flip every year every time they play. And these guys play two regular season games against each other, one at Duke, one at UNC, which is seven miles between each other, and then they always end up playing in the ACC tournament most likely. And then they they've never met. In the sixty-four tournament because they keep them out, but they always end up playing every few every few years or every couple years in the ACC tournament at least for the championship. I want to see them in the final sometime. Hmm. And they set it up that way so that like if you look at the final brackets,
0: yeah, they're always on one side. They're always the on
1: other. one side or the other where yeah. they could potentially meet in a final, but it, somebody screws up. <laughs> Or one's not that good that year, something uh-huh. like that. Um, they've never met in the final four at all. Um, they've never met in the NCAA sixty four tournament. Um, but yeah, his shoe blew the fuck out on him and yeah.
0: caused a knee twitch? sprained his knee sprain. Um, it it looked bad. Um, you know, I'm watching. I'm watching it with the sound off. Um. I didn't notice at first that his shoe split. I'm, I'm sure the announcer said that, like, right away. But to me, it just looked like, you know, his No, foot the announcer slipped.
1: didn't say that right away. I didn't, realize, I, didn't I didn't really
0: know anything happened with the shoe until, like, after he walked out into the tunnel. And then they had that shot of, like, his shoes under his chair yep. on the bench. And the one was all chewed up. And it was just, like, a freaking like, you know, like, when the tread comes off a tire... It was kind of just like that. Well, the memes that came out after that were horrible. We're like, oh, some 13 year old boy
1: just lost his job (laughs) with Nike. 13. (laughs) 13, man. That's like old for that business. I know, right? It's it's a joke, and by all means, I don't know. But seriously, like,
0: you shouldn't be buying Nike shit anyway. Um, You know? And he can definitely, like. Well, he didn't buy he that. He can that go get an Adidas so. contract as soon as he, <laughs> as soon you he know, joins the well, okay, NBA. Okay,
1: so speaking of that, they were talking about should he sit out the rest of the season. Because yeah. he's suspected to be a one and done. Yeah, and, right. And whatnot. So, I personally and and don't think he should sit out the rest of the season. Because you are supposed to be a one and done. If you get injured and you're like, I'm sitting out because I'm going pro. What pro teams is going to be like, well, we saw you for like 20 games in college. They've seen enough that someone will take him. I'm I'm sure. I don't think he'll be a number one pick.
0: That would have dropped his pick stats down to probably a five. But maybe. But how much money is that really? True. You know, um, pro, pro him sitting the rest of the year is there's too much risk involved. Um, I can debunk that argument. Like, what are the odds that it's going to happen again? Um. You know, don't come back until you're healthy, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Make um, sure you're healthy. You know, uh, they lost today. By the way, Duke lost at today. Virginia Tech, yes. Oh, yeah, and they look pretty not good. Well, they almost lost to Syracuse. They won yeah. by
1: ten to Syracuse, but it the last two minutes of that game on Saturday did not look good at all.
0: Yeah, I would not be rushing back if I'm Zion Williamson, but you know, I heard that he at least initially like, embrace the whole college experience. Right. Um, You know, he's on a team. Like, he's, you know, these are, like, you know, his friends, his brothers, his guys who he's practiced with and had meals with and traveled with. And, you know, I think he wants to be there for them and make a run at the title. I think that... He recognizes that as a one-and-done player, he truly well, only has one, one chance. Well, there's
1: three one-and-dones on that team.
0: Right, and they all only have this one chance to right. win an NCAA title and to cut down the nets with Coach K, you know, and then they can go on and, and make their their fortune. And, uh, well, you know, like, hopefully he's got that knee insured.
1: I mean. Well, you know, here's the thing with, with Duke is they're always favorites a lot. Same with UNC and whatnot. Duke was number one uh, through last week. The numbers came out. They fell to number three uh, with the loss to UNC. They did struggle with the Orangemen on Saturday, but they did come out on top of that. Uh, So your top five right now is Gonzaga, Virginia, Duke, Kentucky, and UNC. And if you said Duke lost to Virginia tonight. No, um, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's still in the top ten. So uh, that'll hurt them a little bit. Uh, it depends on what they do before the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they have another game Saturday. Um, Michigan uh, was a big one. Or, sorry, Michigan State uh, was a big one this past Saturday. They beat their in-state rival, Big Ten rival, uh, Michigan. And that was a huge um, top ten and Big Ten matchup. Yeah, that was a big matchup. Did you see the um, – uh, they showed it on SportsCenter, but I've seen it more on Twitter um, – so all the players were sitting in there, in the locker, at the chair, and they all like had their heads down and whatnot. And then the coach comes in, and says, "Hey guys, that was a great win." And they all jumped out and they start spraying their coach with like water and Gatorade. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. And they're like, "Ah, oh, that's how you celebrate a big win." <laughs> and even the "Hey guys, great win." And they're all sitting there in their chairs, they're waiting for the coach, and they just come in and gang rush him, <laughs> dumping water, Gatorade, and running over them. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, you know that's they said that's how you celebrate uh, a, a big win
0: uh, which you should you know yeah I, I liked how on the um, Virginia Tech game tonight they the students stormed the court but they had like security form like a ring on the ha- at like half court like a, a three point line if you will, but extended all the way to the half court line and like link arms so that the students were only able to because that Virginia Tech like I don't know if you've ever seen their gym but they got this like high kind of wall okay so i think there was only like a couple points where they were able to actually get down so it was like a court storming but it was like totally controlled huh. and almost like like not fun looking huh. you know and like half the court and it it was for safety i guess you could let let the players and media and coaches be on like one half and then let the player or let the students come down and celebrate on the other half but it just took them fucking forever to get down there. Like, I, I, as soon as the game ended, everybody starts running out on the court, and I'm like, oh, they're storming. But then I realized the only people running onto the court were security guards and, like, media, and, you know, like, staff and players. And they they totally... It was like a... It was just like a weird, like, lockdown, like, 1984 kind of court storming. But no. good for them. And, it, and it's important that they beat Duke. But, you know, like, what would have happened if Williamson had been playing?
1: True. That would, you know? Duke would have had 24 more points, 10 more assists, and probably about nine more rebounds. Yeah. I mean, just what would have happened if Williamson would have been playing, Yeah, honestly. So they're missing him. They are. Um, he's a complete stud. And, I, you know, I don't agree with him sitting out. I agree with him rehabbing and coming back. Full bore for the tournament. I I would under, Duke's, Duke's going to get
0: in the tournament no matter what. If he decides to like not come back, people are going to kill him oh, on yeah. social media. I'm not going to be one. I'm not going to be um, one either. Because you know what? I mean, you, I'm I'm not like you, you gotta do, His, you gotta do, his
1: draft status is going to drop from like a number one or a number two pick overall, to he's still going to go top ten. But yeah, it it is what it is.
0: I mean, you could pay him. You could pay the players in college, but you can't. They're they're not going to make like. NBA rookie money. No, they're not. So what the NBA is doing is apparently they are going to get rid of the one and done on their end. I've heard that the NBA is going to lower the age to 18. Oh, so um, come back to the so, high school. So players are going to have the option to just you know go straight into the draft out of high school again. Um, there's not going to be this one and done. You know they're really well, pumping, well, they're well, pumping up the D league a lot. Well, no, G league, G league. It's the G league because it's of Gatorade, sponsored by Gatorade, which is part of the pump up. Right. By the way. Because they got well, a title well, because, sponsor. Well,
1: because what they were going to do is is have the G league, uh, and then they were going to pay the players a hundred grand flat, yeah, per player for the season. Nobody has a higher contract. Nobody has a lower contract. Hundred grand for the season and play, and then that's when you like come out of high school or whatnot, or, or be a one and done in college yeah. and go to the G league. But you can do that, but
0: you will never have as much fun as uh, you would have going to the field of sixty four no at some regional yeah. with like a bunch of like your fellow students, yeah. even though you're not I, really I, technically I, a student, but like all these kids I, I, I wish, wearing your jersey.
1: You know, you, know and, you and, know, and the days of us watching college basketball with the Christian Leitners and the Jalen Roses and you know, uh, the Penny Hardaways and all of them that played, yeah. three years minimum, if not four, and going into the sixty four tournament and blowing up in there and yeah. so forth, or blowing up in the bad way there, um, you know those those days are done. I wouldn't mind honestly if if the NBA said like the NFL, you gotta be two years removed from high school. Two so, years, yeah. The NFL is two years removed from high school,
0: so that puts you after your sophomore year. But then that forces people to go into a situation where they're not getting paid.
1: Correct. I think
0: you should have the option. I think you. You know, and I it, uh, I went to college. I I earned way less money those years that I was in college than I would have if I had just gone and gotten a full time job. You are correct. And I could have gotten like I made more money. I could in high have gotten shot in the campus center. I could have gotten hit by a truck. You know, I I could have gotten into like a DUI crash with a bunch of my stupid you are correct. drunken buddies. You are correct. You know, I I could have died from alcohol poisoning. Right, in a, but you, in did a you go to basement? Did you go to school on a full ride scholarship? No, not a full ride, but decent enough. I got a ride.
1: These guys, most of these guys, D one players, are going on a full ride scholarship. They're going and, on a full ride. And you know what? And, but and,
0: they, they're not getting anything that's of actual value to them. You're they're getting. You know what I mean? Like you don't need you don't need a degree from Duke to play in the NBA. You do not. Um, you do not, but they're getting an enough experience. Money, like they're getting an experience. They're getting a free experience. Getting, but like, if you want, uh, the point of an experience is that like you can get it if you want it. You know, I can go jump out of a plane if I want to, but I don't have to. You can. I'll okay? pay five hundred dollars to jump out of that plane. And and like you pay for an experience. I right? get that, but like I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like I could also buy my own plane. And buy my own parachute and see, just go see, jump see, out. Where, you know? where,
1: where it comes to me is like these guys are getting full rides, and granted, you don't need a degree from Duke to go play in the NBA. You don't need a degree from Miami to go play in the NFL. You don't need a degree from LSU to go play major league baseball. Uh, you 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 don't need that. Their experience their 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 experience is getting paid for. Do I agree that college athletes should be getting a larger stipend than they are getting yeah
0: yes but you're, you're not gonna ever see a college pay these guys what they're actually worth well, on the market until there's end, no no, there's no, no, no you're not gonna know they're never gonna, Zion, you're not gonna give a market. freshman at duke like fucking no. like five million dollars no, to not. go play for duke no you're not but you know? but you
1: could give them and and that's the thing where the ncaa is one of the most corrupt organizations in the country in the world for that matter um You're not going to give Zion Williamson $5 million to go play basketball at Duke for two years. You're not. Um, Could you give him, I don't
0: know, 20K? Yeah. But he's already getting a free education. Well, there's been that argument that, like, um, you know, that somebody brought up an idea where you could, like, put it in escrow for them. There's that. You know what I mean. So then, then they're not like they're not they're not violating like the NCAA principle of amateurism because they don't actually get the money until right. after they're gone. Correct. Okay, but like you're 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 gonna have you you finish. You know you get like like you know like fifteen twenty thousand in in an escrow for you every know, year know, you that look you look at, play for Duke.
1: Well, you look at Penn State. Penn State Joe Paterno was known for his players graduating, playing four years and graduating. With a degree and then going to the NFL. Yeah. Well, my buddy I grew up with, Lavar Arrington, was one of the first ones that was like, I'm yeah, leaving after three years. Peace. Yeah. He eventually did get his degree. Sure. He took summer classes and stuff. You know, yeah. And he works and in broadcasting that. and he's yeah. like a
0: he's like a sports media yeah. guy now. He is. And that's fine. He owns and a couple like, restaurants. There are lots of, of people and... there are lots of people who don't get their like degree for their like long term career yeah. until after they like do like done military playing. service or they play a sport shit Roger Staubach man frumble, or they shit. just want to go fuck around or shit. maybe they don't find their calling shit you go you, know? you, you you go play at the academies people who are lucky enough to be really good at a sport should be able to I mean, work the have professionally a, this, at that sport like as soon as they're old enough to get a freaking well, work this, permit this, you know the
1: stewards have Alejandro Villanueva who went to army played at army yeah went and served his time in the military yeah almost died yeah. apparently yeah. Um, you know, did what he had to do. Comes back and he was a walk on to the Eagles and then nothing happened there. And then Mike Tomlin's like, played him in a preseason game. It's like, uh, keep an eye on that guy. Yeah. And then the Eagles caught him and Mike Tomlin's like, come over here. Uh, we're not going to put you a tight end, by the way, but you're playing line, motherfucker. Yeah. Eat some steak. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> well, that was a good find. It was a good find. I mean. But the whole college. You're, you, there's never going to be a happy medium on that, and, and there's the two extremes of you're getting a free education and a free experience, and so forth. Deal with it, and then there's the the whole well, just pay the guys so much, but then that's the whole trickle down effect. If you're paying the football players, basketball players, and the money making the money making school sports. Then you gotta go pay the fucking women's field hockey team that are there on scholarship. You gotta go pay, you know, the 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 men's pole vaulting team. Yeah, you know, it's a trickle down effect. So so with that being that much with collegiate sports, you can't pay the football players, basketball
0: players. You make the NFL pay. You you get you get a big fucking check every year. From the uh, NFL, and you distribute that money yeah. among the football playing schools. You know, the NBA cuts a big-ass check to, you know, the NCAA basketball schools, and they and they get money to distribute so, among so, the players. So, so, if so, there ever becomes, like, a huge professional field hockey league in this country, so like about there like, is in India. All right, all right, let me throw you this one. Um,
1: USA Women's Soccer.
0: Chief the the economics what, are different because, like, right now, the athletic departments of the schools that actually have elite women's soccer programs... Which is, are, like... They UN, have more UNC, money. UNC, U, yeah, like, UNC Duke, and Virginia and Virginia, Virginia and Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech and, and Tennessee. and Yeah, and, like, some of those Big Ten schools and West Coast schools, I'm sure, that are good, like, I, I'm, I bet Stanford is pretty freaking good at soccer. Usually. Okay, but those schools, like, their athletic budgets, even for just women's soccer are probably bigger than the budgets of the women's professional league that is sort of like linked to the MLS, kinda of like how the WNBA is sort of linked with the NBA. But is way the the soccer league is way more um like fledgling. Okay, so it's not it's not in a place where it's even paying its own players full time wages, let alone, you know, subsidizing the training of college players. We're gonna have to call our friend Keels on this former women's college athlete former would, love, would love to get her perspective college,
1: former women's college athlete in track and field
0: who is currently working in something that is not a sport it is not that is also a very unique skill that is not a, very a lot of people skill have, not okay? a lot of people have <laughs> um so the and that you know she benefited from going to college yes she did um and then, and and we would I would love to have for our next episode if we could have like keely and Zion Williamson on and we, could, and we could talk. We could talk to someone who's gonna go to be a professional athlete, and someone who like stopped in college and went on to a different subject, and we could compare notes. I'll
1: call Kiel. So you can make <laughs> I'll stop call Sion Williamson. All right, I have, got... uh, I have friends in Durham. I have friends in Durham. I
0: know you have friends in Durham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we rattled on a lot about that right there. So we're gonna go ahead. That's and a take... really that's a big issue though. That's it a is hot, a big, it's, topic. it's a very
0: big issue. It's a hot. It is a very hot. topic. We're topical, folks. We are topical.
1: We're gonna go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, we got our friends at Soccer Chart Media, of course, with all their insight on all the other podcasts that are going on there. And also, don't forget about Slice on Broadway. Slice on Broadway, the home of the pepper of the perfect pepperoni pizza uh, at the original location on Broadway Avenue in Beachview. Don't forget about the other locations around town in Carnegie, the East End, and of course at PNC Park on the North Shore, home of the Pirates. Uh, we will be back in just a few moments, folks, and we're gonna finish up with some more college basketball and then get in some baseball as well. Uh, see you in a few.
0: And now some hilarity from the commercial break. Did you see what the Hurricanes did tonight? No, I did not. What the, oh, for their celebration? No, they, they, didn't. they like they like left the ice and then they they brought down the lights a little bit in the building and they like you know how they can like shoot like graphics onto the ice surface. Right. They like shot a graphic that says "bunch of jerks," <laughs> and then the team like came like out of the tunnel and just started doing like a, like the pregame skate like they do <laughs> like around in circles <laughs> over this like big graphic that just says "bunch of jerks." That's hilarious! <laughs> it was so great. That's
1: hilarious.
0: Another show I listened to actually played the Don Cherry audio. It was so great. Like he was so mad. He he like just like he couldn't even finish a complete sentence. He was oh, just well. like he's just like they're not even drawing. They're not. Even, they're just a bunch of jerks. Well, <laughs> Don Cherry
1: getting mad's like Stephen A. Smith getting mad. And just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back. Uh, so sticking with the NCAA basketball, uh, we're coming into March Madness here into the conference tournaments. And then, of course, uh, shortly after that, the 64 tournament, which always happens to fall around St. Paddy's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Uh, you know, let's so just add more drinking onto more drinking, uh, especially when St. Pas Day falls on a... S- is it Saturday this year or is it Sunday? That's no, it's Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. So the pr- parade and rings on a Saturday, mm-hmm. yeah. it um, means I get to go back-to-back. Back. Right, I get to go back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Uh, that too, yeah. I do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, uh, 60 uh, tournament days, Saturday uh, parade day. And then, uh, we'll be out and about. And there's also basketball on Sweet. Um, so Pitt's still struggling in the ACC with a loss to Georgia tech last week. Clemson comes in, uh, this Wednesday, uh, to the Pete. And then the Panthers after that head to Virginia for Saturday. Um, you know what? Again, you and I've talked about this. Neither one of us are upset, uh, that the Panthers are losing because they're showing great strides. Um, in playing together as a team and and not quitting and not um, throwing in the towel, where last year they were losing games by 40, and this year they're losing games by
0: 8. Well, if they beat Louisville at home, they can beat Clemson at home. I, I'm not saying they can't beat So Clemson they should at do home. that, the and eight, then they should, and that should be a you nice know what? team. I, I'm not and they seeing... can go down and screw things up in the basketball rankings that don't really mean that much uh, uh, by beating Virginia. Well, 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 Pitt's great
1: at playing spoilers in both sports. So I'm not saying that that's not they, they're gonna, gonna have happen. ample opportunity. They have ample so. opportunity down the line. They got some tough teams playing ahead. They got they got a bunch of ranked teams they got to play towards the end of the season here. Um, but no, with what you can see the difference in Jeff Capel as a coach compared to Stallings is probably the worst hire in our in our lifetime. It was not uh, a good decision. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, coming off the Jamie Dixon years and leaving Pitt the way he did with the bad recruiting and so forth, and then Stallings having shit to deal with. It, it it was a bad hire. Um, I'm seeing the cables coming in. He he's making the turns. He's doing the right things. Um, he's a Duke guy uh, and whatnot. He, he was a dis- he played at Duke. He was a disciple on the bench uh, from Coach K I, I, I like it. I can see him being around for a while. So I am not upset at all at Pitt's current standard. I was upset the previous two years because of just how shitty they were.
0: Yeah, so um, we got we got the improvement that we wanted. We got the we improvement that we wanted, and we knew they um, weren't going to be a contender this year. I think year, they but... started out so much better than anyone expected. They and did. That, and that's, they did. that's what you attribute some of this disappointment to. Um, if they had just been consistently mediocre from, like, the start, you'd say that's an improvement for sure, but they... Keep in mind, though, they, the ACC... I think they got some people's hopes up a little bit But no, much. but
1: the, keep in mind, the ACC starts out with some very weak, very weak... Uh, opponents, right? Beyond
0: conference. In the conference, though, they they started out good, even in the conference. Well, I mean, they started out two and zero. That's yeah. two more than they had all of last year. Correct. So I think
1: they're three, and I think they have three wins in the conference. So,
0: that's three more than they had all of last yeah, year. That
1: is three more than they had all of last year. You are correct, sir. Uh, I am not uh, by all means upset with Pitt. Uh, I look forward to the upcoming success that they will have. They will not make. The 64 tournament, they will not even make the NIT tournament. They might make that, what's that independent... The CBI. The CBI. The college
0: uh, Basketball Invitational.
1: They might make that. Hashtag CB Incredible. And Pitt actually won the CBI. They did win the CBI. A couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that's going. Um, WVU uh, also having a really, really down year. Really rough. Uh, really rough for them. Uh uh, recent loss to Baylor, uh, that was bad. They had three previous losses that were bad, and they have TCU headed to Morgantown tonight. How the uh, shit? Yeah, TCU is at Morgantown tonight. How the hell did that end up? I don't know. Uh, I got it ready. I'll, I'll pull it up right here. Uh,
0: WVU baddest- 104 to 96 in three overtimes. Really? Yep. Yeah, really. Wow, did they win or lose that? They won. They won. Sorry, yeah, they did win in overtime, three three times overtime. Wow, one hundred four to ninety six. When a college basketball game has a score like that, you know it had to go at least two overtimes. at least two overtimes. Yeah, but they beat they beat TCU tonight.
1: Yeah, so that's gonna fuck TCU up. Mm. It is because TCU was it's not a good loss, even no, on it's, the road. It's yeah, just
0: not a good team this year.
1: No, against w, WVU is playing like. You know, the 8th grade team down the street here at St. Anne's. Uh, you know, and they go ahead and beat TCU. Uh, those three overtimes, maybe the onlookers will take that into account. I don't know. It's a bad loss for TCU and Jamie Dixon. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, WVU not getting in the tournament. They're not getting in the IT. They might get in that CBI. Uh, Robert Morris, on the other hand, had two great wins uh, over LIU. Brooklyn? And St. Francis, the Colonials head to Sacred Heart this Thursday. They are second in the Northeast Conference. And again, with these smaller conferences, we all know that you have to win your conference to get to the big tournament.
0: It's getting to be that time of year, man.
1: It is getting to be that time of year. Uh, and then Duquesne, those boys, uh, put together two good wins over uh, George Washington and George
0: Mason. They came from way behind. Yeah, they did come against from way behind the GW.
1: Against GW. And they played that in GW too. Yeah. Uh, which DC That wasn't on T V. Well,
0: no, it was on ESPN+. Plus. Well was it? Yep, it was. What was the game that there was another game recently that I couldn't find on there for the Dukes. Uh probably and I was the, very disappointed. I've really been enjoying watching Dukes games this year. Probably the George Mason game wasn't on there because I didn't see it. Okay. It was a
1: GW game I did get to see on. Okay. There. Uh but they they uh go ahead and play the Bonnies Away tomorrow night, so tomorrow night will be Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, and they play them uh, there, and the uh, Dukes are currently fifth in the A10. And of course, we all know smaller conference, you have to win your conference to get it into the tournament. So right now, we're looking at like Bobby Moe and Duquesne uh, potentially representing Western PA for a tournament position, which. I can remember in years past where you had
0: all of them in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen often, but those those were fun years. The last year I remember was 2007. I remember not too many years ago, Duquesne wasn't in it, but Pitt and Bobby Moe were in. I, I just remember hanging out at the St. Bernard's Fish Fry, uh, waiting in line, watching a Robert Morris game on a giant projection screen. Do you know what the best pr- part about screen. St. Bernard's
1: Fish Fry is? Um, everything. Okay, so the fish is amazing. The mac and cheese is awesome. Mm-hmm. The fries are great. They get pizza from Carbonaris. Yeah. They actually sell craft beer. Oh yeah. The other beer. fish fries, mm-hmm. St. Anne's, sells like Yingling, Miller Light and Iron. For like two bucks. Mm-hmm. You go to Saint Bernard's and they're like, Oh yeah, we got like Great Lakes and Southern Tier and you know, Fat Heads and this, that, and it's like three bucks. I'm like, yeah. So I could walk down into my street and get my $10 fish sandwich and my sides and pay $2 for a Yingling. Man, I'll support my local. I could walk there. I'm drinking Yingling. You know, I'm drinking Yingling right now too. I like Yingling. Um but I could go to St. Bernard's, I'd take the trolley a couple stops. Yeah. And I can go to St. Bernard's and spend $10 on my fish sandwich this on and pay $3 mm-hmm. for a really good beer.
0: Yeah. And then walk and, and then supports- walk
1: down and visit your friends at the R bar. I and mean, then walk down and, and then do the Dormont bar crawl because I'm right there. Yeah. So, like, I can hit Quarter Pub for some really good beer, and then hit Kane's, and then Jameson's, and then Sam's, and then Mexicasa, and then Slapshots. And then I skip Vasta. And then, if it's not Friday, I skip the Apple, and then hit the R bar. I only get the Apple on Fridays. If, if I'm available at the Apple, I only go on Fridays. If you're available, I never go there. Uh, I used to only go there when I got shut off at the R-Bar, and I could always get that one more. That's, I like yeah, it. that's...
0: <laughs> I think that's how they like keep their books balanced. <laughs>
1: Honestly. Oh, you got know, to keep the bar. Here's a beer. You know what I'm yeah, like because
0: you you know One. you know it's just at, like it's just that margin. You know, it's just that. Yeah, margin. yeah,
1: yeah. Because you know what? When you're cut off at a bar and it's your local, I and mean, if your local bar cuts you off, you got to be drunk. Yeah, yeah. They, they you know, know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're like, have seen you. They, they know they, what they, kind they of know, faces you make. They know you. So, like Steve, it's it, you've had enough. You need to go home. I understand. I got it. Thanks, Miss Lynn. Have a good night. Mm. And then I'm like, I want one more beer. I walk a half a block. I walk in the Apple. walk in the door. Hey Rob, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. How's it going? Yeah, coffee, kind Yingling. Sure, no problem. Pours the Yingling. So Sits it down for me. I take three sips. I'm <laughs> blah, <laughs> slobbering mess on the bar. He's like, fucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so dark in there. They can't you can, tell right away. You know? you know. But if I go on Fridays, my buddy Jake's behind the bar, and he's a big beer guy like myself. So that's the only time I'd consider going the Apple sober. Sounds good. <laughs> it's a great time, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, with the local basketball teams, are what are you looking forward to the most? Obviously, we both know Duquesne and Robert
0: Morris have the most upside. So. I'm, I'm liking the A10 tournament. I mean, any A10. Dukes tournament. have a real shot this year. Um, they're I I don't think they're like the second best team in the A10, but they're pretty close um I don't know it's a slightly better brand of basketball than the NEC and I'm I'm looking forward to watching that I'm looking forward to all the early like small and mid-major conference tournaments the I've, the, the one bid tournaments are the best tournaments because like we talked last week there's no real drama in the ACC tournament when like they're going to get 8 teams into the field of 64 true. Like, what's the point? Who cares who finishes, like, runner-up in the ACC?
1: Have you ever been to a conference tournament weekend? I've I'm been, shaking my head no, by the way. I, I, I've been to the A-10 tournament five times and a Big East tournament once. Okay. The reason being I went to the A-10 tournament is because I used it to It was live, in Atlantic City. I used to live in... Jersey yeah and I worked in Atlantic City I lived in the island next door Brigantine mm. but the A10 tournament was always held at board block hall in at Atlantic City mm. and I went to 810 tournament the whole time I lived out there I was like I'm going to attend tournament the one year I didn't go I lived there for six years the one year I didn't go is because I had a guest at the restaurant uh, make me a deal he's like do you want 20% of the bill or do you want tickets to the Big East tournament in Madison Square Garden for the weekend <laughs> all right so their bill was 20 grand <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm like so 20 percent of 20 grand <laughs> or tickets to the Big East tournament for the whole weekend oh and he said you can have a hotel room too i'm taking the hotel the room, room. Yeah, the room the room is like the, the, the room put the icing on the cake that, you know, no, there's the, no
0: there's no eggs in that batter. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 those, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Two w- w- thousand dollars for basketball tickets. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah.
1: Yeah, yeah. When when he's like, uh, you can have the basketball ticket. I'm like, I'm like, man. I was like, I I want to go the A10. I, I was like, I love to go to the biggest tournament. I'm a big Pitt fan. You know, as like, twenty percent of your bills, twenty grand, twenty. You know, tw- your bills twenty thousand dollars, twenty percent. You know, two grand. I'm like, he goes, all right, I'll throw in a hotel room for the weekend. All right, that sealed it. Cool. Uh, Book my hotel room for the weekend and give me the passes. I'm in, and I subsequently gave up that Friday or the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, (laughs) and went to the Manhattan and went to
0: the Big East Tournament, and that was happened to be 2006. Who's who's the best? Who is the clutch performer? What player stood out to you that weekend? Uh,
1: being a Pitt fan, that would have been LeVance Fields. Okay, um, awesome headband, uh, uh,
0: headband looking
1: sharp. Looking at the rest of the tournament, uh, St. John's was pretty good. Um, you also had um, at the time Boston College. Yeah, looked really good, uh, and that was also around the time where. Um, shit. It was. Was Mellow? Was Mellow at Syracuse
0: Okay, so I was working at Two, a bar.
1: 2006.
0: The year Syracuse won the championship, I was working at Regent Square Tavern because one of our regulars was a Syracuse guy. And he was so so annoyingly drunk that night. <laughs> um, so That's I wanted, why you that remember was, it. it. That was like 2004, mm. maybe right. 2003. So, yeah, okay. So it was okay. so but yeah, like was he was. Gone. he's like Carmelo Anthony. I was well, like, yeah. like, yeah, I don't really even follow Syracuse that much. Yeah, like, he's like, he's but, really good. But no, that was one a good time. Done. I'm
1: like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, when one of the high rollers is like, oh, here's tickets to the biggest tournament this weekend, and I'm like. Or or do you want or do you or do you want the twenty percent tip? I'm like, dude. I'm like, yeah. The biggest tournament tickets for the whole weekend are awesome. I'm like, but I still gotta get to Manhattan and stay there. He's like, all right, fine. I'll pay for your fucking hotel room in the room. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you sealed it. Yeah. You know, I I'll pay for everything else. You got the Did you drive?
0: How did you get there? Oh, we took train. Okay. All right. So you (laughs) took the train. All right. So you know you gotta you gotta be like prodded a little bit to do that. I mean, it's not like Atlantic City is a boring place. No, it's not. Manhattan's, like, really fun. Yeah, it is. Um, but you definitely need to be able to, like, shelter yourself. Yes. You know? Because
1: hotel rooms in Manhattan are not cheap. Yeah,
0: so... And that was before Airbnb, You've by got the way. an apartment, like, within, like, you know, oh, we cab seeing, ride of Atlantic uh, City. Oh, dude, we stayed in the room
1: next to this dude. Okay. It's a Marriott in Times Square. <laughs> and he paid for it. And he's like, yeah. And then we had drinks with him, and we had dinner with him, and he paid for it. I'm like, cool. very nice. nice. I'm like, that was one of my favorite, favorite tips of all time. You know, you can tell me like, it's a different way of life on the far East Coast. Yeah. I know Pittsburgh's considered East Coast. No, but it's we're not. really no one ever says that.
0: Non-Yinzers consider Pittsburgh East Coast. No, 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 no. No. yinzers, some yinzers, I think true yinzers consider Pittsburgh not to be anything. No, no 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 Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. We're not Midwest, we're not East Coast. And we're not Southern. We're not Southern. Um I, I we're we are not East Coast. Like I always tell Philly is not East Coast, Philly is not coastal. New Jersey is there yeah, to yeah. prevent Pennsylvania from being truly coastal. Yeah. So um I always you were on the East Coast in Atlantic City. Yeah, yeah. But be- between the coast the fact that like there's 45 you're minutes at a, between... you're at a casino town, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that element yeah, yeah. There's, of like there, wealth four, and excess.
1: There's 45 minutes between Philly and the shore. Yeah. All right. I always tell people, and being a Pittsburgh-born, raised kid, I always tell people, I'm like, look, I'm like, Pittsburgh's not East Coast. We're not Midwest. I'm like, we are the northernmost southern city, and we're the furthest east Midwestern city. Now, I I reject the
0: Midwestern out of hand. We're not Midwestern. You can't be Midwestern if you're from one of the original 13 states. True. Okay. We're talking we're talking about like the Northwest Territory. But six we're, hours we're talking, of we're talking time about the Land Grant program. Florida. Like no, no. We're not Midwestern. Period end of sentence. We're not right. flat enough. No, we're we're, definitely we're not, flat not uh, you know we weren't a state that was added like after independence was attained. No, we're the okay? second state in the union. Yeah. So we're not Midwestern. It's impossible um i like to think of us as like you know part of appalachia
1: okay that's i can take that
0: that's i i i I subscribe to that school of thought all right like the uh like brian o'neill's book the paris of appalachia right i I subscribe to that but
1: but i also understand you go
0: down you go down to like western virginia and tell me how many steeler fans you find there's a shit ton yeah okay
1: I always tell people that I was like, Pittsburgh is probably one of the most southern cities that it just has to be up north.
0: It is very... Like, I've heard that from people who come here you know, from Yeah, because the South. we're, like,
1: kind of, like, slow and chill and have our own pace, and we're, like, mm-hmm. all friendly and everything else like that. Yeah. Um, we're definitely not East Coast. no, no. Not East
0: Coast. We're not... We're not... Uh, we're not super anal, like, uptight, super fast-paced. Um, you know, if you drive, like, a Jag off, like, someone will tell you. Oh, yeah. But, like... They won't tailgate your ass and, like, give you the finger and, like, throw shit at you. They'll just call you a jag off. Yeah. You know? Maybe honk their horn at
1: you. I had a conversation with my Lyft driver, actually, today about that shit. That was funny. Um, We'll talk about that later. But in the meantime, though, so basketball, uh, Duquesne and Robert Morris are the ones that you want to watch right now uh, for the local college basketball. For sure. Getting into the tournaments. Uh, And then we move on to, um, how about the Pirates, man? Um, now it's, it's pretty <laughs> still undefeated. No, they lost. this, they this lost afternoon. today. Okay. They lost this afternoon. Uh, before I went to work, that's why I put it in the notes here. Um, uh, they're putting together a decent spring, uh, with three and one record, uh, in the Grapefruit League. Uh, Jung Ho Gung, uh, had a few Hummers the other afternoon. Uh, the wind was blowing out by the way. At um, McKechnie Field, hmm. is this still McKechnie
0: Field, or they changed the name of it? It's LeCom Stadium. Okay. At McKechnie Field. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, also, there was Jung Ho Gung's, uh replacement had a walk off grand slam. I don't know if it was it was a walk off grand slam, but he had a grand slam in the ninth, uh, and they beat him like ten two, so it could okay. have been a walk off. He just had a grand slam in the ninth. Um. And then uh, the pitching uh, The pitching staff is uh, The most talked about with this team It's early yeah. It's really early they are four games into fucking spring training And I have a friend of mine on Facebook Like oh my god I told you the Pirates Are going to fucking go this year da, da, da. Look at them under 3-0 in the fucking preseason I'm like dude it's fucking preseason, it's
0: preseason. It, uh, Baseball you know, preseason is like They play so many games you know they play one they, they could they could finish they could finish like 20 and 3 yeah. for all we know yeah i mean it's, uh, it's it's not like a small sample size it's it's smaller than the regular season Oh, yeah because they split a the and b squads but they, they play still, double games like you can't extrapolate from three spring training games and say that they're going to be good like it's it's even less logical to do so than to say like oh the steelers went like 3 and 1 in, In the, the preseason. pre-season. Yeah. Therefore, you know, they're going to finish 12-4 and four
1: yeah. and make the Super Bowl. And then even football preseason, the starters only play... Uh, they don't play at all the first game. Yeah. The second game, they play the first half. The third preseason game is the one where you really want to watch the starters play most of the game. And the fourth preseason game of football, um, the starters play the first quarter, and then they're out, and then everybody else is fighting for a roster spot. Yeah. So football is even skewed, But... Uh, with, with Major League Baseball it's preseason you got 150 guys in camp that's why they split the A and B squads and they go play and they cut guys down and cut guys down they cut guys down every day yeah uh, in football they cut guys down every day but not till after camp until the preseason game start. but I am not foreseeing anything great I hope something comes great. Uh, the pitching staff, though, does look pretty solid on paper.
0: On paper, we've got a solid uh, pitching staff. Yeah, you know, We've still got a pretty damn good outfield. We do have um, a pretty good damn outfield. We don't have any power on the corner infield. No. And we well, 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 don't well, wait, have a major league shortstop. Right, so we're, okay, so Gung's at third now? We're going to pencil him in? Gung's. We're penciling him at third,
1: and... He's got some pretty good power, and apparently he has a handler.
0: Now should um, we? And I saw not just a translator, but he has just a handler, that, an actual handler, and I don't know, like he's baptized or something. Like I think yeah. I saw. Some I don't people. Know. Some people seem very. And the Pirates got him back
1: at a very discounted rate yeah, because and, and like, they okay. cut him and didn't have to pay him, and then nobody else wanted him, and the Pirates picked him back up and said. We're gonna give you this much and that's it, and deal with
0: it. And he's like, "Thank you very much." Now, and I'm not condoning what he did. I'm not condoning it And, what and he's, did he's lucky he didn't hurt somebody. He's like, he didn't hurt somebody. Um, A third
1: DUI, and
0: in Korea they fucking like cut your balls off for that right. shit. But like, you know. you know, I'd be lying if I said I don't know people who have three DUIs. Okay, uh, yeah, I'd be lying. If and, I they, I said and they and they are too. still allowed to like work. Yeah, at their jobs. Yep. And they had to go through all the hoops yep. to get their license back, but yep. they did, okay? Yep. And they're, like, productive members of society. Yep. And we they learned their lesson. Yep. And, but they still um, do shit. <laughs> and when they, But when they do well, I still am happy for them, yes. okay? And that part of it's because they're my friend. But you know what? Like, if Jung Ho Gung, like, has learned his lesson, then he's entitled to work, and he's allowed to redeem himself. And if he does well and doesn't, you know, screw up and make us ashamed again, then like I'm all for it. It seems like some people are like really reluctant to like give him a second chance.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, and it, and it seems
0: it seems a little, a little weird to me.
1: Well, see, also in Pittsburgh, we didn't know about the previous two DUIs that he had until right. he got his DUI in Korea. Like, oh, that's the third one. What? We didn't have any here in Pittsburgh. Like, oh, yeah, but Korea's a little tougher on that shit. And when you're in a foreign country and you're a homeland of that foreign country and you work in the U.S. and but you reside in Korea, yeah, you you, you know, do, you, you,
0: you maybe you like keep your head down and just yeah, do your job, yeah. But then when you get back to Korea during the off season, and, and then you just you just want to cut well, loose, well, and that, you just, you just want to get lit, well, well that and also like go woke, do burnouts. That also
1: woke a lot of people yeah. in, in the United States being like, oh, wait. Korea makes people have like onboard cameras in their yeah. vehicle at all times to look at accidents. And then people in the United States are like, well, why don't we have onboard cameras in everybody's cars, so forth? Well, because we're a free country, yeah, and so forth. And as soon as as soon as some government would come and be like, every vehicle you buy has to have two onboard cameras in your vehicle at every point in time,
0: uproar. That might we're be not, what bike names need to truly make it over you to know what, and be really popular. You know what?
1: And we're not a political show whatsoever, and I don't give a shit what people think. Uh, so, I'm just going to stop it at that and go on to the other MLB news. Uh, the Rockies' third baseman, Nolan uh, Arnando, finalizing an extension for $255 million, making him the highest paid annual salary uh, for position players. Um, he's finalizing that right now. He had a sick year last year. He did have a sick year. Surprising, last year. like he did two seventy nine, two seventy nine average. Um, he was his on base percentage was ridiculous. But I mean, like he, he kind of uh, came out
0: of nowhere. He did come come out. I mean, of nowhere. he was a good player, but Rockies weren't on a lot of people's radar. Nope. And they, they I'm not saying he's a household name yet, but. For people who like really follow baseball, he'll like, be an all star. I heard year. his name a lot more last year than I ever did. He'll,
1: he'll be an all star this year and so forth. He might even be in a home run derby this year. Yeah.
0: Um, Bryce Harper's still out there. He's still out there. He might end up in Philly. Yeah. The, the reports are heading that he's had the Philly. Um, do you imagine like McCutcheon and Harper in the same outfield?
1: Well, hey, you're looking at this. Could It
0: could have happened in the same state
1: like five years ago. It could have. Could have. Um, Speaking about Kutch, um, <laughs> ready article uh this week, Kutch is probably the most honest player in Major League Baseball. Oh yeah. Um, they asked Kutch like, "Hey, uh, you know, you're you're back in Pennsylvania, um, brought up by the Pirates, went through the Pirates and so forth, uh, and then you know you're traded, this that everything, you still reside in Pittsburgh, uh, whatnot, uh, you know." San Francisco traded the Yankees, you, you finished con this is the first time Kutch has been a unrestricted free agent. Mm. They said, um, So they says, so what 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 brought you to Philly? Uh what made you want to come play in Philly? He goes, honestly? He goes three years fifty million dollars. The fuck? Yeah, right? Why wouldn't you take it? You know, it's a guaranteed contract. Mm. So like like so what Really like brings you. He goes three years, fifty million dollars. What brings me to Philly? I'm gonna go out there and play my damnedest and play my hardest every day. Yeah, we know Kutch. You know I he's, mean, like, he's, the, he's, the, he's like, like he's like you know what? This is my first year as like an unrestricted free agent that I get to play. You can be hey. honest and like
0: just because you're about the money when it's time to sign a contract. Yeah, does not mean that you're not still about? But you know what? Winning. Kutch could have got. Kutch could have
1: gotten. If the Pirates didn't lock him up the year before he was an unrestricted free agent and gave him, what was that, $65 million five years? Mm -hmm. And then his last year on the contract, they traded him uh, to San Francisco, which picked up the last year on his contract. And then, then they traded him to the Yankees. He... If if he just would have played if the Pirates wouldn't have traded him, he would have played out, and ended it, up being an unrestricted free agent, and somebody would have signed him for a hundred million. Oh yeah, somebody would have. I, I he he heard himself taking a quote unquote hometown discount, even though he's not from Pittsburgh. But but he likes it here. That's he what likes it mean. here. You he's know? got his house here, his wife's here, his kids yeah. here. You know, he's at least in the same state now. Yeah. Um, and the Phillies come to Pittsburgh. What? Since they're not in the same division anymore, we only play them for eight games total, four here, four there. So he'll get to sleep in his own bed. Yeah. At least for a long weekend.
0: Look, if he buys a lottery ticket while he's like at, at the Pirates that weekend or whatever, you know, he can cash it back home. True. Without any trouble. Exactly. Keep on uh, scratching, Andrew. How about Josh
1: Harrison? Uh, signed a one year deal in Detroit. Uh, for $2 million. He's
0: but was... reunited with his former double play partner, Jordy Mercer. Yes, but as also... Looking I at... own a Detroit Tigers hat, you know. And there's no... I'm busting it out this year, hey, man.
1: And you know what? And when you bust that Detroit Tigers hat out, you better shave the whole beard off and the chin and just leave the mustache going.
0: Nah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not... Yeah. Why? Because, yeah. like, Alan Trammell?
1: No, Magnum P.I., come on. Oh, yeah, Magnum P.I. <laughs> 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 I know a guy that has a 308. Uh... I let you Barton for the day.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I tweeted about the new Magnum PI and how disappointed I was. Like, I'm not too horribly disappointed about the new Magnum PI. I didn't watch his show. I just know that like, he doesn't have as good of a mustache. No, he doesn't. He has and no you, mustache. You can't just put a guy in a yeah. tiger's hat in a convertible and call him a Magnum PI. It's a convertible. It's Targa. You Whatever. Know, here or there. You're right, yeah. I know not. a guy that has...
1: My point t- is it's wrong. I know a guy that has a 308. You shave the beard off and leave the stache we'll and put your Detroit Tigers hat on. Steve, I I attract a lot of weirdos when I wear just a mustache. <laughs> well, most of them are following you to make sure you don't touch little children. But... <laughs> I would never. I know why you wouldn't. Wo- would I know you don't wouldn't. put that on tape. I don't know you... I know you wouldn't. It's a joke. Ugh. Jesus. But, like, this is going know. out to people, like... no, you, We know you wouldn't. Man. But it's funny seeing... But, no, I'll... A, a white guy, like, late 30s, early 40s with just a mustache, it just draws attention that we don't need.
0: It's usually just like a hipster thing. Like, people are just doing it for... You don't
1: live in Lawrenceville. You live
0: in Dormont. Dorm- well, Dorm- you live Dormont's in Brooklyn, like Carolina. Lawrenceville, and yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Here or there, Harrison does on his contract uh, with $2 million guaranteed. He has $1 million in incentives. I was looking at his incentives. Uh, if he has so many bats, he gets another hundred thousand more. If he has another hundred of bats on top of that, he gets like another hundred grand. If he has so many home runs, he gets a hundred grand. If he has so many RBIs, he gets like a hundred grand. If he has his incentives are up to a million just based on batting. That doesn't have nothing to do with fielding. Like he could probably let like thirty errors go through, and not lose anything on the deal. Uh, but I was reading the article on his incentives, and they were all offensive and, and incentives, which is awesome. Good for him, Jay Hay. Yeah. He did sign a one-year deal, though. So, I mean, he's going to have to go through this again next year. And he's a young guy, still. So he's, what, 33? Somewhere around there? And Jay Hay did get a, quote-unquote, big deal from he did the Pirates. Get a big deal from the Pirates. You know, $25 million four years. Yeah. You know... Because he had that for the Pirates, that's a big deal. For the Pirates, that's a big deal because he had that half a year where they brought him up and he played everywhere and did well at it. And then the next year, they're like, You're gonna he made a team as a utility guy. And then Clint Hurdle was like, I can't have him not in the lineup because he was hitting Mm -hmm. really well. And then the best part was, is they could put him anywhere. And then they found, Hey, he's best at middle infield. So that's where he spent most of his life. After that, on his contract, after that one year, he made he made the All Star team as a as a uh, uh, you know a utility guy. Yeah,
0: essentially, he made the All Star team on offensive notes and being a utility guy. That's why he was a popular player. He was great, great pirate. Like it was really fun to have him here. And like I can't I can't do anything but wish him well. And like I said, I've got a Tigers hat, so yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to be following them this year. Definitely. And it's
1: also like kind of like Pittsburgh Northwest. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was is. for a longest time with Andy Vance-like and Leland and LaValier mm. and Gene Lamont and Tommy Sant. And the and all that whole, Rust yeah, that whole Rust Belt thing. Yeah, the whole Rust Belt thing. So, we're going to move on real quick. Uh, Steelers. <sighs> uh, I know, right? AB Saga continues. Uh, they basically told AB to shut the fuck up and... You have no control over anything. We are going to deal you where we want to deal you. Apparently, there's only three teams that are interested in A-B. What three teams do you think are interested in A-B? And I guarantee you it's nobody in the AFC North or the
0: AFC for that matter. Okay, so San think Francisco. San, San, San Francisco is one. Uh, Arizona. That's two. Um, Tampa. Nope. Um, Minnesota. Mm. Giants Nope Green Bay Green Bay Green Bay That'd be a good fit
1: Well I mean You got a Quarterback that's like
0: He's like a chiller Roethlisberger uh, Yeah They might get along better
1: Yeah So So The they haven't released what three teams are interested in them. I'm going based off of what analysts and so forth are going through. Um, well, it's not good for the Steelers that there's only three teams involved. Well, that also just proves that there's 28 teams that don't want anything to do with them.
0: It's not so, just that. It's like if you don't have a need at that position or you don't have the cap So, case. So, okay, <clears throat> you have... Pretty much the most prolific
1: receiver in the last six years with the most receptions, the most yards, and the most touchdowns. That's available in a trade. Either A, you make cap space. B, you... Don't necessarily need a receiver, but you need an AB receiver, and or you, you
0: don't have the parts to trade to get or rid you don't of have them the to parts them. to trade, or you don't, you know? the,
1: or 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 you make parts to trade, or you come into. I don't want to deal with the fucking headache. I think it's
0: more along the lines of I don't want to deal with the fucking. Well, the headache part of the headache was Ben Roethlisberger. do yeah, not, not saying it wasn't? If Ben Roethlisberger's not your quarterback, you know, then like maybe it won't be such an issue. You know? Yeah, but okay. Sorry. I bet you, I bet you Antonio Brown could like work with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm sure he could work with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Uh, but if you go out to like say the Jets and you have Rosen out there, it's Rosen with the Jets. Is it? No, no D- that's Darnold. You, Sam Darnold with with the Jets. Sam Darnold with the Jets. Rosen with the. Rosen Cardinals. is in the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a second year quarterback going out there with Antonio Brown. Because the Jets have also expressed interest from what I've heard, but whatever. Well, um, Brown's in for a rude
0: awakening going to play with a second year quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even a Hall of Fame quarterback in his second year is not as good as one in his, what, 10th, 15th, yeah. year, however many years Ben is, you know. Um. I mean, I'm. I'm not saying he's like innocent in all this, but Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He is, and, and... he's got a ton more experience than, um, Donald. He does, and Rosen. He and does. He will like. You remember talking like early in the Steelers season about how Ben's timing was off with Brown? Mm-hmm. I mean that shit happens. I do? I do. Uh, that's the quarterback throwing the ball. That's the quarterback throwing okay? the ball.
1: It's also receivers running wrong routes. That's also... Uh, I think
0: I just think Brown got underthrown so many times this, this past season. I do I agree. I can see why he'd be frustrated, and it seems to me like the Steelers, you know, like at, they hold Ben to a different standard than everyone Brown at else.
1: 30 and Ben at 37.
0: You yeah. got
1: a 37-year-old quarterback that can throw the ball, or you got a 27-year-old quarterback that can throw the ball. Uh, and... Rosen and those guys are not 37. They're still 22. Yeah, wow. Well. You know, um, so you have... Uh, I'm not saying... Uh, Ben's lost a step. We all know Ben's lost a step. Yeah, we all have. Uh, you know, ben Ben's lost his pocket, uh, you know, control sometimes. He takes more sacks than anybody. I mean, Ben's lost his escape ability. Yeah. Uh, John Elway used to be a very good, escapable quarterback. Yeah, well, you saw at the end of his career how that worked out for him.
0: Um, but Se- seems like Ben kind of kind of got away from that before he maybe like lost the ability.
1: Well, no, he got away from it after his like six concussion. He's like, yeah. shit. Like, right, he's maybe like, maybe I, I shouldn't do-, do this anymore.
0: I could, but I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Now, now he's firmly in the like, I can't phase of his career, but yeah. there, there were there were several years, especially during the Todd Haley um, administration, yep. where people were so pissed all the time because they were like, well, Ben doesn't extend plays like he used to. Remember that?
1: Well, yeah, and then also the year before, when Ben was like, uh, you know, that's asked about retirement, I'll think about it, you know, and then all the football guys are like, oh, if you're thinking about retirement, then you've already retired.
0: Yeah. You know, well, um, not when you're Ben Roethlisberger, because you're you're allowed to just you're allowed to just lead people on and fuck with their heads. Uh, again, we've talked about
1: hope he's not like another Brett Favre. Got it. But he's already
0: not like Brett Favre.
1: He's already yeah. He's not like Brett.
0: Because Favre. I don't think there's gonna be that kind of market for him. No, no. Whenever his time with the Steelers is done, like I don't think there's gonna be other teams who are like. Yeah. Tripping over each other nope, to get him. I don't see that either. You know what I mean? He's been beat Brett, up. Brett Favre like retired and still managed to like Brett Favre come re- out of retirement two more times.
1: Yeah, Brett Favre retired because the Packers wanted to bring Aaron Rodgers in. He's yeah. like,
0: I'm not done. He yet. wasn't done yet. And
1: they're like, No, you're done. And the,
0: the Steelers don't have an Aaron Rodgers in the stable. And even if they did, like, I don't think they have the fucking, you know, fortitude. To like stand up to Ben Roethlisberger and tell him that he's finished.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't have another Ben Roethlisberger. No,
0: he runs that. He runs that team. Is what I. Is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. As much as yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, so when Ben's when when he's not a LeBron James, the Steelers will get rid of. I
0: I think Ben will stay with the Steelers like at least a year longer than he ought to. And that year could very well be next year. Yep. Because we don't know. Who he's gonna have to throw to? I mean, what we do, we know. We, we know he's gonna have Juju. We don't know if it's gonna be enough because he's, gonna he's have, not gonna have. He's to have
1: Juju, anymore. and he's gonna have fucking uh, what's his name, Hunter Washington,
0: and Hunter. Yeah. And uh, did they get rid of Eli Rogers? Uh, he's gonna be back. He might be.
1: I'm not sure. What
0: Vance McDonald?
1: Well, Jesse James is a unrestricted free agent, yeah. and. I think the Steelers might make a move to sign him before uh, free agency. Bell's gone. And Bell's, and the
0: Steelers are still dicking around with fucking Bell. What they can put a transition tag on him. They can just put... so they can get something for him. Exactly. And that's. But then Bell they have has no to... intention of like forcing yeah, yeah. him.
1: But but Bell has to sign the transition tag. That's the thing. And and here's the thing with with, with Bell's transition tag is he doesn't have to. Uh, he has to sign it. But any team can sign him. Yeah. They'll be like, look, we're going to put a transition tag on you because we want like a fourth or third round pick back for you. Any team that wants to give you the money, you can go to and we're not going to you know, tell you no unless the, you know, unless the Jets came through and said, no, we're going to give you $50 million guaranteed, five years, and... Seventy million total. The Steelers could come back and be like, "Oh, well, guess what? We'll match that fifty million guaranteed and seventy million total. You're still a Steeler." Yeah, that's the only thing that, you know, but there has to be a backdoor handshake on that. That's like we're not gonna, you know. You would think
0: that's kind of against the spirit of the transition tag, and it's
1: against the CBA.
0: Well, Um, I so but. I, I, they're good. They're not getting anything for Bell.
1: So, so March. What you're saying? March 13th is when the new season starts for the NFL, and that's what's gonna happen there. March 13th, and we're gonna find out what's gonna happen with Bell. And then they have Brown. Uh, if he's still on the team, I believe it's it's five days. So 13th, uh, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, I think it's the four days. Sorry. So if he's still on the team on the 18th that they have to pay Brown uh, $2.5 million because he's on the roster as a roster deal. So in the event, any NFL team would go ahead and take Brown in a trade no matter what the Steelers get for him or whatever. Uh, the team that takes on Brown... And puts him on the roster, owes him two point five million dollars in that first couple of days of taking him on. And that's a big hit. The cap hit's a different story. The cap hit is the Steelers are working with uh sixteen million dollars dead money uh because of the Brown issue, and that leaves them short. And that leaves them short for the draft. You're also looking at having uh, a draft pick back for them so I, I mean you got Oakland uh, with with three first round draft picks they're the team that you're looking at to give up a first round draft pick and they have a, a, a high top 10 draft pick and they have a two mid to low 20s draft picks uh, and they just might do something stupid they've done it before yeah uh, and don't forget that you have uh, the, the one I'd like to see it's not gonna happen because it's the number one and a and Patrick Peterson would be Arizona's number one and Patrick Peterson for Antonio Brown. Yeah. It, it, it's not gonna happen because
0: everybody knows that the Steelers are not trading from a position of strength because he's not an asset for them. He's a he's a thing that they have to get rid of you right. know they should put him on let go at this mm. point because well, like they can't go. use him you know like i i really thought that they might have a chance to work this out or that at least that you know they would put up with another year of the drama just because like they still have him under contract and like they would just find a way to force him to get along with ben but it's looking like that's not going to happen
1: well in the meantime the Steelers need to be looking into the Indianapolis combines, which is underway this week and will be through this weekend in Indianapolis. All the college players, uh, the draft potential players, are there, and even undraft potential players are there to try to work them way, to work themselves into draft potential. Um, so there's that going on this week. It's on NFL Network.
0: I learned um, last year that Julia loves the combine.
1: Uh, that's awesome
0: she was like watching it without me like I was like working on Saturday night and I came downstairs and I'm like why are you watching NFL Network
1: (laughs) are you sure she's she's... just not watching the guys in like the whole like one piece onesies and no she likes all the skills like she's not she's not
0: like a perv like like that like I'm sure that's part of it but she's like she likes watching no they can like jump like seven feet she likes watching the cone drill and and like the 40 yard dash I don't know. It's it's weird. I'm like you know, I like watching Rich. Eisen you don't even in his want to suit. watch football half the time.
1: I like watching Rich. You watch
0: you watch the combine. Yeah, Rich suits. Eisen doing his dash. Yeah,
1: four yard yeah. dash in and suit. And he gets slower every year. It's awesome. Uh, anything else got going on? Uh, in sports. I mean, you mentioned earlier about European League, uh, soccer. Yeah. And Man United and Man City and.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like I I, I just want to put this out there. Um. Leicester City in the English Premier League fired their manager um, because they lost to Crystal Palace and they, it was probably time for a change. Um, did not expect them to hire Brendan Rodgers away from Celtic of the Scottish Premier League, which is my uh, second favorite team. And they, um, you know, they've won the last, uh, like, seven titles in in the Scottish League. And they've won the last... Under Rodgers, last three titles, last three league cups, and like two FA cups, and they and uh, just really screw that guy for leaving when he did. Um, I know Lester's not where he wants to be long term. Um, he's using it as a stepping stone to get to a higher level of the Premier League, and he's leaving mid season in in a title chase. Like fuck that guy. Sorry, Brendan <laughs> Rodgers. Like fuck you. <laughs> Get him, get him, and Crystal Palace is playing Man United tomorrow at three o'clock. Awesome. And Man United is my dad's favorite team, so it's it's the only sporting event where we're ever like on opposite sides.
1: I I, I work with a guy who's from Ireland. I think he's a Man U guy. Yeah.
0: Um. A lot so. of a lot of Irish Man U fans because a lot of Irish, you know, moved to Manchester to work in industry. Yeah, in, I think he's like a Man in U fan. 1800s. So.
1: Uh, I have to ask Kieran tomorrow like how he yeah. feels. What um, about
0: Crystal Palace? No about
1: Manu. Well, you know. You know. He he they, should feel okay about that. And they're him. and they're playing Crystal Palace tomorrow? Yeah.
0: Manu, Crystal Palace. And that's what, three o'clock? Three o'clock. That'll probably be on like I think it's just on the gold. I don't it might be on NBC Sports. Like I I have the gold. I, I think it might be on NBC Sports. So it'll if it's on it'll be on NBC Sports, but if it's not on NBC Sports, it's on the gold package. So three o'clock
1: is... three o'clock kick off our time, so that yeah. would be what? At six? Eight PM. Eight PM, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Uh, I did watch some stuff going on. Um, WPIL. Uh, boys basketball.
0: You talking about Central?
1: Uh, what was going on with Central there? Uh, I, they it's...
0: fired. They fired Coach Crummy, who's been there like thirty-eight years or something. <laughs> I, I he he's I been went, there your lifetime. I went to his camp. No, not thirty-eight years. Thirty-four years <laughs> was what it said. I went to his camp in like. 93 94 right um i i graduated from central with his son um they named the court after him last year right and they fired him somewhat unceremoniously today um not sure about that
1: we'll we'll have to look into it and see what's going on uh you know our local sports channels always uh kitty k w XI and WT always uh, look into the boys' WPL basketball as well as the girls' WPL basketball. Um, we'll have to look into that. I know Central had some issues. Uh, that's why I want to ask you about it, if you knew anything. All I, all I alone, know, all I know um, is that
0: they haven't won a playoff game in a while. Not, so, like, we talked about Lebo last week. Yep. You know, like, it's not enough to get in. you got to win a playoff game. I yep. get that. But Coach Crummy was just, I mean... He was like a fixture there. It, it, uh, but was he I, a fixture? It was time to go. Well, you know, I feel like he at least deserved like... A better send-off. A better send-off. Yeah. You know? Um. I don't know. Maybe Maybe, maybe I'm a little bit biased because like... You're an alum. I get I'm it. I'm an alum and... I don't know. I mean, my high school changed basketball coaches like underwear, so... Right, and we've we've been through several football coaches. Right. But Like, we always had the same basketball coach. Right. So it just seems weird. Well, that's
1: where my high school had the same football coach forever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in there. there. But uh, WPL basketball, uh, a lot of local teams are in. I saw uh, Keystone Oaks was in. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw uh, Mount Lebanon was in, uh, Bethel, um... Uh, I've seen LaSalle, yeah, uh, and so forth. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that, uh, and see about next week. I think they're going into they're headed to the Pete now,
0: so semifinals, yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're gonna be at the Pete, or like some, I think some classes play at the Palumbo still, yeah, yeah, so
1: that'd be no, that'd be whippy old finals, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, semi, no, because you know, they play finals at uh, Consol or PPG. Really? Yeah, I think they play. All of them? I think they do. Some of them, are, I, I just some saw. Some of them the, might be at the Pete and some might be at the I uh, saw on PBD. the news tonight
0: that like they, they've got some matchups set up for the Pete.
1: Okay. So so that might be semis or finals. We'll see how that goes. Um, sorry, Matt and I don't follow high school basketball that much. Yeah, or, I didn't even At all, really, really.
0: When I was in high school. <laughs> I didn't we, really. We, yeah. we, fin- we made the like uh, final four of the states one year I was in. There you go. We didn't win the Whippeal, but we we still got a bid to the the state tournament, and we made the Final Four. Um, I think it was my senior year. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, folks, you guys have a great week out
1: there. Enjoy uh, this upcoming week in sports and college basketball and NHL hockey. Uh, Lots going on. Uh, If you're a PGA fan, get ready for the Florida Swing. Uh, if you're a NASCAR fan, that just started, man. I mean, yeah. we talked about Daytona last week. They, they raced in Atlanta this week. Um, I was too preoccupied with golf to watch some racing this week. Um, but, yeah, a uh, lot's going on. And uh, we'll be back. And we're getting into baseball season, which makes me excited because baseball is amazing.
0: Baseball is great.
1: It is. All right, folks, thank you very much. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Good night. Hey, Yins, Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacey on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.